What's up, listeners and supporters of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast? We need some help from you, and it won't take up too much of your time. As we grow, we always want to hear your feedback, so take a minute or two to fill out a short, anonymous survey. The survey link is right in the episode notes for this podcast. It's easy and takes less than five minutes. As always, we thank you for your continued support. everybody welcome to the crossover edition of the nba exchange and a hard to tell podcast live nba free agency show free agency started tonight at 6 p.m eastern we're about half an hour into it and look a lot has happened already rocking with me on the show gonna be a bunch of people obviously my hard to tell podcast co-host brian fonseca is here we will also have jamal murphy gerard hector also, some special guests joining us, so this should be a very fun show. First up with me on this is my man, Brian Fonseca from the A Hard to Tell podcast. You know he's here. Very intrigued to see. He's repping. I like that. Repping with the shirt right there. I like it. Intrigued to see what the Miami Heat do. <laughs> <laughs> we, we will get to that later. But we that that, that bit is fun. not going to stop, huh? It's no, gonna of course it's not going to stop. Because you don't stop. That's why it's not going to stop. Oh, it's going to stop. Of course it's not going to stop. Because you don't stop. That's why uh-huh. you, you don't stop. But look, man, um, a lot has gone on in these first 35 minutes or so of the yeah. agency. Right? A lot has gone on already. Uh, even just saw some news. TJ McConnell. Yes, we're talking about TJ McConnell. He just signed a deal to stay with the Pacers. We'll get to that. We got a lot to talk about. Before we even got to free agency, you know, last week with the draft, we had the trade of Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. So there was a lot going on. Before we got to this day, we even saw Kawhi Leonard opt out of his contract, which I think surprised a lot of people. I think a lot of people, due to his injury, a partial tear of the ACL, thought that he would opt in. He did not. He stayed. So there'll be a lot of conversation around that. Talks about Kyle Lowry possibly joining the Heat in the sign and trade from Toronto. We'll get to that later. Uh, but I think probably the biggest news that we could start with, the uh, Lazo Ball sign and trade from New Orleans to Chicago. Agrees to a four-year, $85 million deal with Chicago. New Orleans gets back in the deal. Garrett Temple and Tomas Sadoransky, along with a second-round pick. Uh, I thought... Ball could have been a perfect fit for a lot of teams, including the Knicks. Were you shocked to see him go to Chicago? Uh, I was shocked to see it so quickly because I we have been seeing reports, and Chris Haynes, uh, I believe, was the one that broke it. He was somebody who was on this where there's uh, a lot going on between Lonzo Ball and Chicago. When I read it, I noticed that it wasn't an offer sheet or anything like that because we knew it was restricted free agency that he was headed for. But – then he gets signed and traded uh, to to Chicago, and I actually like the fit more than I think about it now uh, than I probably put any thoughts to before. I thought the Knicks should have went really hard after him. We'll see what they do to address their point guard situation. But I think that this is going to be good. You know, you'll have the ball in Zach Levine's hands a little bit less so that he isn't forced to do as much offensively. Uh, I'm hoping that Lonzo Ball gets to run the show a little bit in terms of being the floor general that he was drafted to be uh, several years ago. I think that he can still, you know, be a guy that gets you those seven, eight assists per game and really runs your offense. 
And uh, that's not to say Zach Levine isn't going to have the ball. He's going to have the ball plenty. Trust me. I just don't think that Lonzo Ball has to be reduced to a three and D point guard, which is basically what he became in New Orleans. Yeah, it's really what he came in New Orleans. And you would like to see him in an environment, like you said, where he can push the tempo a little bit more. He's got some uh, players to work with. I thought he could have been a really good fit for the Knicks, though. I know I, myself and our producer, Greg, we talked about this. We thought he was a guy who could play D, come into Tibbs' system, hit the open shot. The Knicks need some shooting. We'll get to some of the moves the Knicks have already made uh, later, bringing back some guys who are already on the team. But, yeah, I thought Lonzo Ball could have been a good fit there. But I think this is also a good pickup for Chicago in a year where they didn't have a draft pick, but they gave up in the Vucevic trade. Now they get a talent like Lonzo Ball, who, you know, hope he's developed each year, like you talked about, as a shooter. And hopefully – uh, in this situation in Chicago, he actually can excel. Maybe we see him penetrate a little bit more. His game becomes a little bit more dynamic. He's going to know we can find guys and what he can do in the open court. So, you know, it's a good signing for Chicago. Um, I know all the Bulls fans out there got to be happy about this. They got a point guard. They got the guy that they they thought to, thought to. So now some other big news just breaking right here. Uh, sign and trade for Cal Lowry. Uh, it's a three-year deal. I believe this is with the Heat, uh, as talked about. You can see everybody can see. Kyle Lowry Ryan posted. <laughs> Kyle Lowry posted on his Twitter. On his Twitter, Miami Heat times Kyle, Kyle Lowry. Let's go. Uh, oh boy! Retweets a three-year deal in the sign and trade for Kyle Lowry. So we got a get, we got a guest coming in a few minutes that we're yeah, gonna we we're gonna break this down with. That is a uh, uh, we'll we'll put him in the same category as Brian. He is a Miami Heat specialist. <laughs> Uh, we, we, we can say that he's a Miami Heat specialist, but he'll be coming on and rocking with us. Uh, the rest of the crew will be coming all over later. Murph will be here soon. Uh, Gerard Hector will be here in the seven o'clock hour as well. All right, Brian, you, you cover the, the heat pretty closely. Uh, you know what's going on. And what do you think about this deal? What do you think about Lowry going to the Heat, what this can do for them, gives them some toughness uh, in the backcourt. Lowry's a guy that seems like he'd fit right in into that culture with Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. Now you add Lowry up in there. Pretty good addition, right? And it looks like they're going to keep Duncan Robinson, too. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to see. I saw reports about four years, five-year extension. Uh, I thought that Duncan Robinson was somebody that could be packaged perhaps with uh, Tyler Hero even for a trade. We'll see if that ends up happening. It doesn't look like it, at least at the moment. But again, free agency just started. I think that this is going to be good. I think people are doing the over-analysis of like, oh, this is not going to get them uh, you know, anywhere closer to like the Bucks or the Nets or anything like that. And I think that a lot of you motherfuckers are losers. I think a lot of you motherfuckers are losers because you guys don't really want to just like compete at all. Like, you think that people shouldn't want to be competitive? You don't think that people should actually want to try to win regardless of who's in front of them? Do you see people that are more talented in your lives and just be like, nah, I'm not going to try anything. I'm just going to roll over and let this person defeat me or get this job that I should get or anything like that? Like, no, you should want to fucking compete. And I like what the Heat are doing because this is a competitive move. I like what the Bulls did getting Lonzo Ball. That's a competitive move. Like, nobody should be scared of some of these teams like – the Brooklyn Nets, for example, because they got hurt last year and they might get hurt again this year. Milwaukee, does anyone think they're going to repeat the Suns? Did they look unbeatable? The Lakers look pretty fragile. The Clippers won't have Kawhi Leonard and go on down the line. Portland might trade their best player. Boston doesn't look quite right, et cetera, et cetera. Is Atlanta really going to repeat what they did this past year? If I'm any one of those teams or anybody else, like, yeah, I'm looking at this NBA championship and it looks very attainable to me. 
the league is a lot more fun when a lot of teams are going for it as opposed to where it's just one team reigning supreme over everything. And I don't think that's going to happen this year. I like what the Heat did because if they don't win, they're going to lead the league in pain in the ass. And when you lead the league in pain in the ass, then you could uh, then basically be super competitive and at least frustrate a lot of the teams along the way. Two years ago, I felt like they were a team nobody wanted to play. A lot of people, when they got Jimmy Butler, said that they probably weren't even going to go to the playoffs. I said they can get to the finals. And this was before COVID, and then they ended up doing that. So we'll see what happens. But I think this gets them closer. And they only traded Goran Dragic and Preston Chua reportedly to get this done. So You sound like a Heat fan. You still sound like a Heat fan. Murph, what's up, man? I'm, man, Murph, I, I'm looping up all the teams into it. I'm, if, I'm, if I'm just a team that I am, like, over 500 or whatever the case may be, like, yeah, yo. I want to fucking compete. Everybody's like, oh, you know, this isn't going to move the needle. That You sound like a bunch of fucking editors at, like, these old websites and old blogs and newspapers or whatever that don't know shit. Like, oh, these things aren't going to move the needle. Like, who gives a fuck? All right? Like, who cares? Wow, you, you, have really give, you have to give you, it a shot. You have to you give really, it a shot. You really came with your energy. And as you can see, our man Evan Gualberto, who was on uh, our last live show, shout out to Evan. Uh, they're telling you to go off. You don't have to win. You don't have to encourage him. You don't have to do this, Evan. Murph, how you doing, man? How? Are you, are you, what do you think? Of, what do you think of the move of of Larry going in the Heat? Before we bring in our next guest, who's about to join us, who's a big time Heat guy, we'll bring him in in a second. But Murph, what do you think about this move of Larry uh, going to the Heat? I mean, it makes sense. Uh, you know, Larry's a Heat type of guy. Uh, no nonsense player. Um, plays hard every night, gives it his all every night, still very productive at, at age 35, I believe. So uh, it makes sense. I think it, it makes the heat better. Um, how much better, we will see. I, you know, I still think they're a, a little notch behind um, the Nets and probably Milwaukee. Um, but, you know, they can mix it up. You know, and it just, you know, even without him, they were a threat. So with Lowry, they're even more of a threat. And like Brian said, you know, they, you know, people are, it's not going to be fun playing against the Heat if they're, if they're on all cylinders and, and, you know, they weren't last year. And if they're healthy and ready to go, it's going to be no fun uh, playing against the Heat. No fun. Well, somebody who has fun watching the Heat uh, is the next guy to join us. He is a good friend of the Backpack Broadcasting content. He is coming to us live from the Bahamas, my Caribbean brother, Timmy. Timmy, what's up, man? How you doing? Is he in here? Is, is he Timmy in here? Because he was with us. He he is he is not with us. I think Timmy is coming back. Daddy's doing something. There we go. Timmy, there you are. All right, Tim, Timmy, what's up, man? How you doing? We're gonna let him get started. All right, we'll let we'll let Timmy get situated, and then we will uh we will come back to that. But I was I, I think, to use. Yeah, we go. We hear you. We, we hear you. Tell me. We hear you. He's not hearing us. You right can now. hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, yeah. We can hear you. Okay, okay. So I'll, I'll fix that in a minute. No problem. No problem, man. Just tilt, tilt your camera up whenever you get a chance. But Timmy joining us from the Bahamas. Um, we have. Okay, some, I hear you. Okay, 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 okay. So we have some more. <laughs> we'll, we'll get. We'll get back to the. Uh, we'll get back to the heat in a second. Chris Paul has agreed to stay on a new four-year contract with the Suns that could be worth as much four. as 120. What, what, 120. 120. 120. Yeah. Yep. 
120, Timmy. Um, four. This, this is this is a, what we just reported. This. Uh, so yeah, four years. A lot for Chris Paul. All he right. up and he got the bag. So I guess he's okay uh, with that. But Timmy, let me let's get back to you real quick, Timmy. Uh, how you feeling so, about your? Got a lot heat? going on over there, I see, yo. I see, you got got a, I see you got the heat shirt on. I got I got the Miami. I didn't expect Duncan to get five years. I thought it would have been at least like three, four years. Um, that was the other Wolf, deal. Duncan Wolf Robinson, said, five years, 90 million. That just got a Yeah, Wolf said that's the most ever for undrafted player. Um, shout out to him. You know, most ever for undrafted player. 90 million. Um, Larry, they haven't, said the fig- um, they haven't said the figure for Larry yet, but I know yesterday they said it might be like 87. Uh, mm. Three years, eighty-seven million. So, okay. I, yeah, I was listening earlier. I heard Brian talk about Hero. Um, with keeping Duncan and keeping Larry, they can't keep Hero, but I think they won't. Uh, I think that, I they're think gonna they probably will. use use the MLE to sign a, a, a four, maybe Otto Porter or a message to Michael stayed with uh, the Nuggets. With the Nuggets, yep. Yeah, so maybe to Michael, um, maybe Jeff Green or to Michael Green. Um, I like other part of even though he, he really got his mark, so I don't think he's, he's signed for much. DeRozan's, I don't know how we could fit DeRozan and Larry and Jimmy and Bond because that's a really small, right, almost calm, only like... Calm, to, calm down, Heat fans, calm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, well, I, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. Man, I don't know. But look, DeMar DeRozan, I don't, I don't really know if that makes a lot of sense, but like... I don't, I yeah. And I saw that DeRozan might actually go to the Bulls now that they... They turned Lonzo into a sign of trade. They might sign. And I see Dougie, Doug German, Doug Buckets just signed with the Spurs. Yep. He just signed with the Spurs. Three, three, and, three for 42. And they were, I thought he I thought it would have been a Duncan for the Rosen trade because the Spurs really wanted Duncan. But they got that shooter. They got Dougie. It's gonna be interesting. Are you excited? Are you as hyped about the heat uh, to me as Brian is? <laughs> yeah, because Brian, me and me and Brian are good. We watch, we watch Brian. Like, I hate to see. I've I've seen at least a hundred dribble handoffs in just this season alone. Like sports <laughs> offense, like he he was handicapped by by Duncan. Like he has to run a dribble handoff every possession. It's painful to watch every possession. Dribble handoff, dribble handoff, dribble handoff. Now we have Larry. Larry can do pick and roll. He can do a pick and pop. He can get to the rim. So now we actually might see the real bomb now with Larry. Now you have Larry in one corner, Jimmy maybe in the dunker spot. You have bomb. And either you get um and some until they said in NBA TV, you never see the real bomb until he plays power forward. So I don't know if they might get a, a actual stretch five or but even if we only got Larry, I've been silent because we haven't really had a, a point guy who could set the table and like ever. Because you know, the Heat never really had point guys that pick and roll point guys. We had we had Chalmers who was a three and D Norris Cole. Um, maybe Timmy Hardaway was the last Timmy Hardaway was the last one, yeah. Yeah, so it's been a long time since we had a point, even though Larry was 25, we just saw what it, Chris Paul just did uh, in the finals. So, Here we I, go. I just, Here you know, we go. That all, all the Heat fans are now going to believe that Larry is going to do what Chris Paul did for them. See, Timmy, I, I, <laughs> next thing, Timmy, I next, see you, man. Next thing you, you know, going, next thing you know, they're going to be like, Lowry for MVP. That's what we're going to hear next year. You know what I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to go through this all over again. Bound for, bound for the rest of the year. Fuck it. Oh, well, look, we you should have got here it this past go. year, but they want to give it to fucking Rudy Gobert because he knows how to stand in the You're still angry paint. about that, Brian. You're this shit is crazy. But look, 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 look. 
Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Timmy. Can we talk about how Chris Paul had a whole lockout just so we could get paid this money? You know, because it used to be over 36, and now Chris Paul, and remember, Chris Paul was the president, during the lockout, he made it over 38. So this, Chris Paul doesn't get this deal today if the lockout never happens. You know, so he, he thought ahead. He thought look, ahead. look, look, man. Chris, there's no way Chris Paul could not get the bag, right? Like, the president of the Players Association, he had to get the bag here. He had to make sure he got all the money. I'm a little surprised it's four years. I'm definitely surprised at that. But Chris Paul... Like I said, he, he made the rule. You only, only them could have offered four years. Only, right. has only three. So it's like Chris Paul made sure that his rule came into effect. He, <laughs> came to, came to benefit him. him. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> made sure it came to benefit, benefit him. Uh, is, there any other, is there anything else that surprised you guys so far? We, we talked about Lonzo before you came on, uh, Timmy. Uh, Murph, is I, I'm, surprised I'm surprised you? it actually was a, a sign of trade. I thought it would have been, I thought it would be like a bigger one. Like we saw the Devontae Graham when it had been thrown in. I, I didn't expect it to actually be just Sato and um, Garrett Temple. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy. Pelicans went from Claire Space for Larry to Colin Chris Paul, especially the Dinwiddie to Dennis Schroeder. And again, Sato, you know, like they're not even in the in the in the screen now. But um, and no, I hope. I hope the, the talks of Zion leaving isn't true because I mean Zion is twenty. Like he shouldn't be putting. He, they shouldn't be that scared already. Um, but you know, they're wow. scared. They're scared. Of they're scared. You saw how you talked about playing in the garden, Timmy. Did you see yep, that? Yep. 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 <laughs> that man yep. was real excited <laughs> about that. Murph, Murph, anything? Anything that shocked you this far? Uh, in terms of in the first, we're coming up on an hour. In the first hour, anything that was shocking? I mean, the only thing that's shocking is that somebody wants to give. Uh, McDermott, all that money. I don't know what. I mean, shooting is a premium. Shooting is a premium. Yeah, can you shoot when it matters, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, is regular season shooting a commodity? I don't know. You know, it's like it's like it's like Joe Harris, great regular season shooter, but in the playoffs it was a little tight. You know, shoulders got a little tight there. Um, so you gotta watch out. You know, paying these these so called shooters Murph. all this big money. But you didn't like Doug McDermott at Creighton. I did, you know but, that's the, but that's the last time. <laughs> that was the last time. I know you. Him. I know you a college guy. Yeah, I love, I love it. He was great at Creighton, but this, you know, you, you, switch, you step over those lines, those NBA lines. You know, I don't know what it is. That pressure, or something, you know what I'm saying? The better, the better athletes, the little better defenders out there. But um, the ball thing obviously wasn't surprised because we had heard about it. Um, you know, coming into today, that was the rumor. Um, but I still, I, I still don't quite understand what New Orleans is doing there. We knew, if, you know, speaking of Zion, I mean, you got to assume that Zion signed off on this, right? Because you don't, you wouldn't do anything. Yeah. If you really wanted to play with Lonzo Ball, they would have had to keep him, I would think. Um, but Lonzo himself probably wants the ball in his hands more. Uh, Zion, they're giving more of a uh, ball handling responsibility. Point, point forward. Yeah, point forward. So that takes the ball out of Lonzo's hands, makes him kind of a spot-up shooter. So I guess, you know, for himself, he probably wanted to move on. That's what I right. was thinking. I can, I, yeah, I, I can see that. I wanted Yo, to Timmy, the ball in Timmy last, last one because we, we're about to have somebody else drop in in a few minutes. So, mm-hmm. last one before you head out. Um, Duncan Robinson, do you think that they're, do you think that the Heat are actually going to keep him now that he's resigned for what's being alleged five years, 90 million? Or do you think that they can still package that, him? No, I think, I think it was, it was going to be a trade that already been announced. I think it's him, it's the state. Uh, yeah, because if it's the Rosen, it's not going, like, like we spoke before, it would have been for the Rosen or Brandon Ingram. But the fact that it's been announced that he's staying and no other follow up, I think it's he's staying. And now, see, now that we no longer have to 
run our offensive rim. I get you guys can see how he looks when he could just have a you can imagine a, a Larry Bond pick and roll, something yeah. running off a screen from yeah. from Jimmy. So like that's actually a, a, a unreal offense now. I just saw that Tory creates out places like why would you go from yep. a contending team to go to the pick? I that's shocking to me. I didn't think Tory Gray would go would go to Indiana. You know that's that's shocking. That's true. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see what some of these other teams do. But uh, to be you know, I have a second team now. You know, Kai Jones with the Charlotte. So I'm watching Charlotte. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Oh, yo, yeah, but, yo, yo. But here's the thing. I was saying that Charlotte's gonna be nice. This well, nice might be too strong, but they're gonna be in the playoffs or play in or whatever again. Like they're gonna be right. pretty good. They have right. a good top seven. We're gonna talk more about that. Timmy, thank you for dropping by also because. Right, uh, we're we're gonna be talking, but I might I might have to bring you back depending on what else the Heat do. You know what I'm saying? I hope, well, hey, let's just say here we go. Here we it go. might be Malik. It might be Malik Monk. Just keep an keep an eye on Malik Monk. Remember him and Bam with the call together. Malik yeah. Monk and Bam with the call together. We need a we need a shooting guard to watch. We we'll, we'll talk an hour. It'll be it might be Malik Monk or or someone like that. And, and and he's a Heat killer. So you know and, you know. Timmy, what Timmy, one thing one thing I know about you, man, is you love the soaker like me. You're yes, gonna, yes. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna root for the Heat, and you're gonna root for anybody that comes out of the Bahamas. I that's it. That's it. it. Soaker, the Heat, and any Bahamian. Soaker, yeah. Heat, Bahamian, and, and the Heat, and that's it. It all, all goes together. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you, man. My dear guys. All right, later, man. All right, that's Timmy Bain, big time Heat fan. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate that, uh, guys. Like I said, a lot has happened. Within this first hour, oh, shout out to uh, my homegirl Camille. She's a big Heat fan. Oh, this one of my, my long, oh, really? long time friends. Shout out to my homegirl Camille. Um, huge Heat fan. I this is probably the longest Heat I mean, fan I've known. She's been rocking with the Heat from the morning Tim Hardaway days, and I used to. I mean, that's my homie, and I love her, but I hated her in those Knicks Heat battles. <laughs> so, thank you, Camille, for watching. I appreciate you, sis. Uh, I know you hyped about the Heat. I'll, I'm sure she'll be messaging me later about Lowry for sure. Uh, no doubt. Too many Heat. Yo, Murph, too many Heat fans around us, man. I know. What's, what's going, going on? on? I didn't know that he had Yo, too many fans. But- Every time I'm in Miami, it's just Knicks fans at Heat games. So, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what it is. Said- but, like, I, Dexter, I, Dexter knows this. Like, we joke and shit. But I, first of all, I really like Jimmy and Bam. And I was a Bam guy before you? before he was in the NBA, even, like, at Kentucky or whatever. And I was saying before he started for Hassan Whiteside, like, yo, this guy could win most improved player if they just fucking play him. And then he almost did. Um, yo, the organization will get down. You know what I'm saying? A lot, of the, a lot of organizations in the NBA don't really know what they're doing, don't do right by the people that uh, are there, and uh, don't really stay competitive for sustained periods of time. And they're one of the few that managed to do that. It's them. Spurs lately, the Raptors, but not a lot. So, shout out to the all right. Well, bringing in another member of our team, <laughs> Gerard. Three Hector. minutes early, he's here. Yo, Gerard, Gerard is always early. Mark, three Mark, minutes Mark. early. Well, listen, well Mark, he wouldn't say that us? about us. Oh, yeah, listen, y'all, y'all. All right, let me let me let me not air out no family no, business. Out here. Family <laughs> business. What I'm gonna say is don't lump me into no, this. No, also, yeah, let me let me let we me went not out lump, the other night, guys. We had let, a good me, let, let me not lump my man Dex in with these other two. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I well, first of all, 
But when we went to the first spot, when we went yeah. to the first spot, I had beaten you, Dex. You were, so. you were the first. I mean, I was the first person, as always. But you were right Murph, there. Murph, Murph, Murph was, you know. Yeah, Murph, listen, Murph, Murph, Murph got, Murph got two young kids. You know, like, listen, like, life be stressful Word. sometimes. You got, you got a lot see, happening. See, Gerard's understanding. Gerard, um, I know you were a little bit busy while you joined us a little bit later. Yes, sir. But I'm yes, sure. sure you've been up on everything that's happened in the first hour. Before we get into some more stuff, what has shocked you in this first hour of NBA free agency? Nothing really shocked me. I mean, I will say, I, I told y'all, right, I, I, I was off on the Chris Paul deal by a year. I didn't think they would give him the fourth year, but I had forgotten because he's going to be plus 38, they have to give him year four. So not have to, but that's like a whole CBA thing. And with Chris being the president of the union and all that kind of made sense. But what, four years at 120. So what I said, three years at 90. So it's just one more year at 30. Look, the reality of it is, is that they kind of, they owe him, right? They already made the finals. So you got, so you got to pay him for that, right? Like that's, that's essentially what this is. Final sex. Right. And if they make the finals again, it's not only is the deal, it's the deal's well worth it, right? You, you got what you needed. Because look, the West has got a lot of injuries, guys. Like you sold in the Lakers. I'm not. Jamal Murray coming back off of ACL. Uh, I don't know what's going on in LA. We know Kawhi's hurt. Like, look, Dallas, Luka needs help. Like, you know. There's Portland might blow up the whole thing, right? Like we don't know, and like Utah can't. Utah, everybody's back in Utah, all right. So they'll they'll be a, t- a tough team to beat. But you know, I I think that this is the smart move for for Phoenix because you, if Chris Paul didn't resign, you you weren't. First of all, there's no guarantee they're going back to the finals. Let's just say that. But if Chris Paul didn't resign, they were definitely not going back to the finals. Oh, I, I definitely I definitely got to agree with that. Uh, we talked a little bit about Lowry to the Heat. Uh, I want to move on real quick to just some other moves. The Knicks made some moves, small moves, maybe not the bigger moves that everyone expected. I think a lot of people, as we talked about at the top, thought they would be in the conversation for Lonzo Ball. Obviously, went to Chicago in the shine and trade. But the Knicks bring back Nerlens Noel and Alec Burks. Nerlens Noel, three years, $32 million on the resign. And Alec Burks, three years, $30 million. So very nice contracts, tradable contracts. Bringing guys back that fit in the system seems like they're using their cap space wisely. I guess I would say they're not just uh, spending spending it to spend it. Uh, let me pause this right here. Kyle Lowry, the numbers are out. Three years, approximately ninety million with the Miami Heat. So those are the numbers for Kyle Lowry. Three years, ninety million firm with the Heat. We'll get back to that in a second. As far as the Knicks go, bring back two guys. They're also been rumored around Evan Fournier. Don't know how else the Knicks spend the money. But these moves bringing the Knicks back, Brian, you think they're good moves uh, for what they got in the deals that they signed these guys for to bring them back? Yeah, I was hoping that they wouldn't go the super aggressive route and try to get like a superstar yet uh, and try to like pick it all their assets to do so because I still feel like they're a year or two away from that big of a move. But this is smart because Alec Burks and Nerdos Noel were two of your best players last year. And Alec Burks is the kind of guy that a lot of good teams are trying to get right now. A guy who can come in, could knock down threes, could start if you need him to. He started for the Knicks last year. He might not this year, or he might. It doesn't matter, quite frankly, because he's going to produce at that number. Um, and could shoot about 40% from three. Nerlens Noel, as far as the advanced analytics goes, was one of the best defensive centers or really one of the best defensive players in the NBA last regular season. So you keep those two guys on affordable contracts easily tradable it gets you ready if you need to make a move for a big star in the future whether it's in february whether it's next season or whatever the case may be 
you can assemble the money needed to sort of get there with the help of these two contracts. Unfortunately, it's a little bit cynical to think of it that way, but at the end of the day, the NBA is a business. As far as the players go, I think mm-hmm. this is a good fit, and it gives you a uh, an option specifically in the Mich- uh, Mitchell Robinson. I almost called him Michelle Robinson. <laughs> the Mitchell Robinson uh, situation at center. He's on his uh, team option again, and he's going to be up for a new contract next next year. Um, you don't have to give it to him. You could trade him. This just gives you flexibility because you have Nerlens Noel in your back pocket. You can commit to one or the other down the line. You don't necessarily need to do it right now. So overall, I think the Knicks protected themselves now and just you know continue to stay steady and see how next season goes for you. Uh, Gerard, how do you feel about the moves of them bringing uh, these guys back? I think it's smart. Look, one thing the Knicks would always do in years past would spend money and go after someone swing and miss or not even swing and miss. It's a fine player, but like you eat up all your cap space, you lock into a bad term deal. What they've done since Leon Rose has been here and with Wes, um, they, they have a plan. It's very clear. They, they have a plan and of what they're doing and they're not locked into any bad deals. All those contracts are movable and they're productive players. Now the question though for the Knicks is, you know, are they doing any more moves this year or are they playing it out to see how does RJ develop, how does quickly develop, et cetera, right? Because the East, guys, here's one thing I, I was thinking about. We talked about it on True today. The East, the balance of power may have shifted to the Eastern Conference. The East is really good. Like, look top to bottom, not just Brooklyn, Milwaukee, right? Like, look, it's it's good, man. The teams are excellent in the Eastern Conference. And the Knicks, they were, what, a five seed? It's possible that they, you know, or an eight this year, or hell, in the plan, just because the conference has gotten so much better. So I'm curious to see what they're doing from a, are we trying to go back in and get back to that five seed, or it's like, no, nah, we got a long-term plan, we're developing, we're going to sign Randall, potentially move him to get a bigger star, whatever it may be. Um, but the moves in terms of keeping Nerlens and, and Burks, I like it. Okay. Murph, you in, you in on this as well, too? Um, you liking the moves? Everybody seems to like the moves. The Knicks seem to be showing patience. We saw this draft night, them moving down. What, what what do you think about their plan and what they're doing? You know, we got to wait and see. I mean, you know, they basically just bringing everybody back. Um, where's the improvement going to come from? Um, like Gerard said, I guess you're banking on the RJ development, which is not, you know, can't sneeze at that. I would expect him to get better next season. Um, I expect RJ to be a very, very good NBA player uh, when it's all said and done. Um, uh, quickly, you're waiting on his development also, but you know, it just, uh, you know, I just feel like even through the draft and now it's just, it's just a very, it has Tibbs stamp all over it. Um, to me, it just looks like they're trying to make him comfortable, trying to give him the team that he wants and, he, and, and banking on that, uh, banking on him, him developing the team further and taking that next step. And if that works, we'll see, um, you know, we'll see, I, you know, there might be a move uh, that they're still waiting to make. Um, I would like to see some sort of move to improve the team. You know, that's that's what I would like to see. Yeah, and I think a lot of Knicks fans out there would like to see the move of point guard. Obviously, Derek Rose still out there. Will they resign him and bring him back? Uh, there's a lot of questions out there. But and some other good moves. Former Nick. Let's talk about a former Nick. Tim Hardaway Jr., four <laughs> years, $74 million. Woo! Uh, it wasn't purported at 72 at first, but now it is at 74. Uh, Gerard, you say, woo, people were saying that when he got four for 72 in 2016. That you know, now we're in a different time. The cap's gone up, things have changed. Uh, is this the move the Mavs had to make to bring him back? Because they don't really have that much scoring options. 
I mean, it clearly is because the Mavs wanted Lowry and that, you know, that didn't happen, right? He, he's down there in Miami. And look, Luca needs help. I I, I don't want to say the Chris Saps thing ain't going to work, but early return so far, not looking great. And, mm-hmm. you know, look, THJ is a good player. I don't want to make it seem like he's not good. And honestly, that's the thing about the salary cap and when they did collective bargaining and all this stuff. Sometimes guys in certain, you know, brackets, you're like, ooh, is that a slight overpay? Sometimes guys like THA, particularly when you're a team like Dallas, where he's your guy. So he's he's worth more to them than he is to anybody else, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, damn, we got to get him back. And so, yeah, you kind of get over the barrel and you got to pay some real money, you know? And it's, it, look, it, it's not crippling. Um I would ideally have liked to pay him a little less if I could, but I'm not going to kill him for it. The bottom line is, though, again, in that Western Conference, if you're rolling out with what Dallas just currently has right now, is that a conference finals team? I don't think so. Yeah, a lot of that will will depend on on KP there. So we got the four-year $74 million from there. We talked about the Jazz earlier. Conley back with the Jazz. I think this was another expected move here as well. Conley getting three years, $72.5 million to stay with the Jazz, come back. They had to bring him back at point. Uh, obviously, this will help Donovan Mitchell. Murph, you like this move uh, for the Jazz to stay, keep that continuity that they've had? Can't hear you, Murph. Looks like your mic was out. Yeah, I said, um, yeah, they didn't really have a choice. Uh, they had to bring him back. Um, you know, There weren't really any other point guards that they could go out and get that, that would give him same type of value you have to bring him back and it's a good move as long as he's healthy we saw at the end of last season uh he had the hamstring issue really hurt them uh, the season before he wasn't at he wasn't at the peak of his game uh, he had started to get that last season before the injury so you just gotta hope he stays he stays injury free um and when he is playing well he's a tremendous help to donovan mitchell i mean um it has to be a situation where donovan is not the only guy that can go get his shot or, you know, you have to pass it to Donovan um, at the end of the 24 second clock. And that's your only hope uh, to get a basket in that situation. And Conley provided that um, when he's healthy. So um, it's a good move to, to get him. He got, he got the money that he, that uh, he deserved based on the way things are going with all these point guards, these old point guards getting money. Uh, so he fits right in there too. Speaking of getting money. Somebody in Cleveland got the bag. That's Jared Allen. Five years, $100 million to sign and stay with the Cavaliers. Brian, what did you think about this? Not just that, he gets the bag. The pairing with him and Mobley, I think that can work, actually. I feel pretty good about that. But five for 100 for uh, Allen, you like that move or no? That's a lot of money, man. I ain't even gonna hold you. That's a lot of money. What um, is it? Is it? Well, here's yeah, the thing. It's not that bad. Twenty million. Well, here's, well, I'm also looking at it from the prism of you could kind of find centers for the most part. Now, you know? he's better than a lot of the other ones, sure. But you know, I, I think he could live up to that contract. It's just I didn't expect him to get a fifth year. Uh, you know, just sort of off the strength. I think the, but again, I like Cleveland probably more than most. I think the combination with, you know, if they keep Colin Sexton, we'll see how that goes. But there is Garland, Colin Sexton, Isaac Okoro, 
Uh, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen is your starting five. Ricky Rubio is coming off the bench. They have a couple other guys whose names are escaping me right now. Larry Nance is still there. Kevin Love, I don't know what they're going to do there. I still think Cleveland is going to make some sort of trade at some point, maybe for one of those names uh, or, or involving one or two of those names I just mentioned. Um, you know, five years, $100 million. Shout out to Jared Allen. He got the bag. I mean, uh, there were uh, some interesting social media things that were floated around earlier that uh, I don't want to speak on necessarily regarding that. But, yeah, Jared Allen, uh, congrats to him. He's a great guy. Uh, takes kids Thanksgiving shopping. And, you know, he's uh, he's going to be good for the community in Cleveland as well as on the court. Now I can't hear Dex. That's great. That's just <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, people. I had muted before because I was drinking some water. But... <laughs> News just came. Jeff Green will not be back with the Brooklyn Nets. Two-year, $10 million with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, this is according mm. to his agent. So two-year, $10 million deal okay. uh, for, for Uncle Jeff. Um, so, you know, pretty pretty interesting there. So does Blake Griffin on. go back to, to Brooklyn, we think? Well, well, Blake for sure is their number I one think target. So. Um, yes. Yeah, and then they'll probably use the mid-level, taxpayer mid-level on – uh, another sort of like forward three and D type. Like you said something interesting, Brian, you were like five years, a hundred, like the bag, whatever. And like, I, yes, I mean, I guess 20 million. I mean, look, so of course 20 million dollars is a lot of money, but I mean, in this context, I'm like, it's a steal. I do because look, maybe you, maybe you know, you know, in this league, what do you need at the center position? Athletic rim running, right? Who can protect the paint, who can switch, and who has the potential to step out to shoot threes. We've seen Jared Allen, at least in warm-ups and in practice, step out and hit threes. Like, and he's young. Like, this is the kind of player you need. Like, I, I'll tell you what. I bet the Nets would like to have him right now on the roster, right? Like, I mean, shit, we were saying that when they made that trade. You know? So it's – and it, as much as you're like, oh, you should get one of those. Them dudes ain't just out there like that. And I love the pairing with Mobley, I think, again, because Mobley possesses a lot of those same intangibles in terms of, is a bill unintangible tangibles in terms of switching. So I think, you know, you go big, like, you know, it kind of, you're, you're zagging while the rest of the league is zigging, right? But it's like, ah, go small, go small, go small. All right. But if we go big and we can switch, that's a real problem for other teams. Yeah. It, it is. It's going to be interesting. And at tw- for that 20 per, I mean, like relatively speaking, what's DeAndre Jordan making right now? 10. 14 per? Or 10? 10, yeah, some, 10, 10, 12, something like that. Too much. That's your answer. He's basically basically stealing money from the Nets. I mean, that's the thing, right? So, like, Jared Allen at 20 or DeAndre Jordan at 10, right? It's like, all right. And Jared Jared Allen at 23 years old. And and I think he's going to get better. He's a smart guy. You know, he's a a good – we all know him. He's a good locker room guy. Mm -hmm. Like, there's nothing negative about him, especially off the court. Um, And to get him to lock him up for five years at 23, I guarantee you he's going to be a better player five years from now or four years from now than he is now, and you still had him locked in at 20. Who knows what the what his value will be, you know, after his third year of that contract. So I think, you know, I think it was a great move by Cleveland. We don't say that that often. Um, they, they, did, they did. They look really smart with that move, at least. Uh, he'll, he'll, he'll make an all-star team, I predict, on that contract. He will make an all-star team. Okay. Hmm. Well, I mean, if, if he I'm does not, that, I don't know if I'm gonna go there, but I, mean, I think 12, he, I think he absolutely can. Twelve and can. ten, twelve and ten last year. If he improves. Yeah. Well, I think I th- I've thought for pretty much since his Nets days that his ceiling is probably like fifteen and ten, fifteen and eleven with a couple blocks per game, and that might get you an All Star depending on the season and depending on how good your team is. 
So Gerard, like, I, yeah, Gerard, yeah. I wanted I wanted you to go a bit further and just saying that he would make an All Star team because you really got to push Brian's buttons on this. You got to go out there. <laughs> what you got to do? Oh, you he's going to be the next Bam out of bio. Yeah, obviously, no, 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 better than Bam Adebayo. Ah, uh, yes, yes, that's, that's what right, you right, do. right, that's right, that's right. You, well, you mean, you mean like the dude, you mean, you mean, Dex, you mean like the, Dex, you mean like the, be a better shooter. Yeah, he'll be a better shooter than Bam. Dex, you mean like the dude who used to say that and uh, blocked us after he, uh, after we made him look fucking stupid on Twitter? You mean like that? Why you got, why you got, why you gotta be so angry, man? Why you gotta be Don't be angry, B. I will say this though, Shit, B, like, man made an all-star team already. He almost made two. So whatever. talking about and, and obviously the the Heat resigned Duncan, right? Uh yep. what do you get? 72? Five for ninety. Oh fuck, I messed that all up. Anyway, a lot. 18 a year. No, seven seventy-two would have been eighteen for four. They just give him the fifth. Oh, that's see, that's I I always I get I cut these guys short a year, whatever. So mathematics um, like most Steph said, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, would you how are you feeling about, I mean, try to take your Miami Heat fandom off. Very like, <laughs> take Stop. it off for I know. Stop take it off for a minute. Oh, my, Come on, no be though. be objective. Like, how are you really feeling about this squad, though? Like, real talk. I think that. Who's Mike? Is that one of y'all? One of y'all went rogue over there, yo. Damn, <laughs> like, son. Was you that? crazy over there? <laughs> no, nah, um, I think Bertans got five for eighty. So. I mean, I like you can justify that in terms yeah, of like but the, the roster. I'm cool, I'm cool. I'm cool with Duncan's the money. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, but the roster. So here's what it is, right, Gerard? Put the uh, Greg. Put all of us on the screen so I could like sort of see. Uh, I like to, I like seeing. I like seeing who I'm talking to. You so know what you I mean? See us laughing at you while you laud the Miami Heat. No, it's not even that. But it's, I'm going to reiterate what I said earlier that Gerard missed. I think a lot of people are fucking pussy, and this is what I mean by that. A lot of people. Yes, that is your life mantra. We know this. We know this. A, a lot of people. A lot of people, here's the problem, right? A lot of people, as soon as they got Kyle Lowry or allegedly did like yesterday, a lot of people were saying, oh, this is not going to be good enough to face the Nets. This is not going to be good enough to beat the Bucks. Oh, this, this, and that. And I'm like, yo, do you guys in your real life apply for jobs, don't get them, and look at these motherfuckers like, ah, oh, well, like they're, they're better than me. Like, no, you're supposed to fucking compete. The whole point of this shit is to compete. There's like, 14, and people are going to think this is crazy. There's like 14 teams in the NBA that think they could win a championship this year. It's that wide open. There's not 14 that we think can win a championship this year, but that list is probably more than five, I would say, at least. I would say the year before, in twenty in the 2019-2020 season, before the season started, I remember we were doing these same pods, and I was saying, I think there's 10 teams that could legitimately uh you know, have a shot at winning it all. And it Ooh, turned out that the Lakers and Heat were in the finals. And then this past year was the same thing. And then it ended up being the Suns and the Bucks. Like, I think that it's a move that pushes them forward and makes their roster better. They're better today than they were previously. I agree. Do I think they're more talented than the Nets? No. Do I think they can beat the Nets in a series? We'll see when the rosters are out cool. because yeah, yeah. there are a lot of variables like, Every single, every single team, every single team in the NBA has an injury problem now sure. because where the seasons were coming off, just injuries in general, like every single team, I could literally look at every single one and be like, this person, you have to worry about getting hurt. This person, this person, the whole point of this is to take a shot. I oh, like yeah. what the Bulls did in getting Lonzo Ball. 
they're taking Wait, was that shot. that was an offer sheet though, right? Or do they straight no, up like sign and trade? Sign and trade. Oh. Garrett Temple, to- Tomas Sadaransky, and a second and, round pick, and a second round pick for Donzo Ball. Wow. So and and for the Heat, it was sign and trade. It was Dragic, Preston yeah. Chua, and I think reportedly a future second. But whatever. we knew we, we knew well, that's why they signed Goran because they knew that that yeah. was gonna that was the, gonna the, move. With, the point with is. The point is, like, I like that the NBA is so wide open, and I agree with what you said earlier, Gerard, in terms of like the Eastern Conference kind of being better at this point. I, I, I agree. think it is better. I, I think, think it's better, better right now. and I think probably the last two years it's been a, more interesting to me. I don't know if it's been better the last two years, but it's been more interesting to me because of how wide open it is. I, more, more. There are like because ten teams make the playoffs now because of the play-in. Yep. There are probably seven or eight teams in the Eastern Conference that are like, you know what, fuck it, we're gonna go for it, and I like that. Yeah. I, I like I like what the Heat did. I think for them, honestly, and this is real talk. I'm not trying to be funny. Like Bam's development to me is going to be key. If he's consistently hitting at 18 footer, shit. They get and he does his normal defense and stuff. Blah blah all that. They good to go. But like I, that, that's the one for me because then Lowry makes sense. Then all the other pieces, everything else makes sense for them. So I, I, I like it. Well, you know, some people think that. Uh, Here we go. He's going to go. turn into Kevin Garnett. But, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you, you, you did me, say that. You did say that. Yeah, but yeah, but Kevin Garnett wasn't Kevin Garnett overnight, guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Kevin Garnett coming out was way better than Bam. Way but that's not, that's not even though. Know, Kevin, Ke- Kevin Garnett, I, I, I believe, he was kind of a beast. Ke- uh, Kevin Garnett, I believe, yes, was a league MVP. Yes, kind, was of a, kind of a beast. Was he not no, a league yeah. MVP? In his ninth yeah. NBA season. Yeah. Okay, but, but he, so was, you, he was legit. So Bam going to be a league MVP is what you're telling me. I call him Bam Garnett for a reason. All right, all right. We can yeah, we can have this conversation while I'm in my thirties. We can have this conversation while I'm in my thirties. You know what I'm saying? Listen, listen, listen. We all we all have things that we like to project. I'm taking a shot. So far, minus the jumper, I'm I'm good money. Let me say this. Let me say. Hold on. Basketball reference. <laughs> well, well uh, it's it's a different game now. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, to, to, for anybody, yeah, who's more wide open offensively. He should be scoring more now. No, but here, but here's the thing that favors Kevin Garnett because you were actually giving dudes the ball in the post back then. Now, <laughs> now it's like, oh, Jared Allen, psh, go. We're gonna alley it to you, bro. Fuck you're, that. You're, 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 you're a Heat fan. You're a Heat fan. <laughs> you're a Heat fan. This is proof. You are a Heat fan. You yeah, right so, there with no, me. No, no. You know what I'm a fan of? I'm a fan of myself. I'm just defending myself. <laughs> I'm a fan of right? myself. I love it. Okay. I love it. Yo, love you it. and Timmy got the same energy. Same energy. I'm a fan of myself. Come, come like on. Like please. You're also and a fan let, of And let me, add this, let me add this one more thing. Like, regarding Duncan Robinson, I think he has this reputation as, like, just a shooter because he's white and he could hit 40% of his threes. Uh, I th- even more than that the yeah, previous I mean, year. That usually does it, but yeah. Yeah, but he, he, he does a little more than that, like just off the ball stuff. Like I think he's better well-rounded than, uh, than say, Joe Harris been at least the last year or so. So we'll see how that goes. He's more clutch. He's more clutch than Joe Harris. Tell you. Yeah. Like he's, you know, he hits he hits big shots in big Listen, moments. Listen, if Joe Harris is another stinker in the postseason like he did last year. Mm-hmm. I still think there's a shot that Duncan gets traded. Um. It looks like they're going to keep him. I still think that can get flipped because they do like uh, Murph's boy, Max Struess, who they had on the two-way. They're they're very high on him, apparently, internally. So we'll see I what like happens. Uh, Murph, your boy, Murph, your boy, Trey Young, uh, expected to get, get an extension. Uh, Five-year five uh, deal will be well worth 170 with a potential to reach $201 million. He, 
has, has he made a he, has he made an all NBA yet in his first three years? I don't think so, right? No, all no, NBA, no, I don't think so. No, he no, no. All, all star one all star team. Dex is the two oh I don't know if it says it. The two oh one is that for an all NBA? Yeah, you have to get you have to get all NBA to get it's incentive, yes, it's incentive laden deal. This is reported by the athlete. Over five years, I think even at point guard, he'll he I feel confident. Oh, he he might make all NBA next year. So it all goes he'll probably get previous season. Yeah, he'll probably get two or three during that yeah. span. Yeah, you so it, so that'll be interesting. Now, all these rookie extensions can't uh, be signed until after midnight tonight. So even the free agency stuff that we're seeing announced, the rookie extensions, that news won't really come through. But, you know, we knew Trey Young was going to get an extension. Here's another signing I want to ask you guys about. Kelly Olenek. Yes, we were talking about Kelly mm-hmm. Olenek. Mm-hmm. He signed uh, a three-year deal with the Pistons for $37 million. How are we feeling about that? <laughs> Murph, how are you feeling about Kelly Olenek getting three for 37? <laughs> Murph, what do you mean? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Murph, I don't know you, had that, say you, had that same, you had that same face on when uh, the Wizards drafted your boy Crisper. Crisper, no, excuse me. I actually feel better than, than that. You know? <laughs> That's a better – Olenek is a better signing than drafting Kisper. I'll say in in the lottery. But, uh, I mean, he's a, you know, he's a solid player. He's going to help. I just – I'm curious as to why you know what what need he feels for Detroit um why you would go out there and, and try to get him um who who is he like is he helping a young guy that you're trying to develop um, no you know so like I would have rather him go to a team that you know is a playoff contender yeah I was a little shocked this move you got Grant on the front court are you really playing. like you know Detroit is gonna throw money at fucking just people you know what I mean? Like this. I mean, they did. They did do that last year. I mean, Grant played better for them than I think a lot of people expected. I'm not going to mm-hmm. go and say I think that's going to happen for Kelly Olynyk. Like I'm not going that far. Um, you know, we already people going too far in the show talking about Bam Adebayo. <laughs> that's a whole other story. That wasn't that wasn't on this show. I've been saying that for a while. All right. Well, yes, which makes one. it even more ridiculous. But yes, we we <laughs> we, we agree with that. Um, wait, right, wait. Re, 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 responding to to Kelly Olynyk, right? Yes. I remember uh, I had an exchange because I, I angered some people in Houston because I said that Miami didn't still didn't lose the Victor Oladipo trade. This was after he got hurt because they ended up trading Kelly Olynyk and Avery Bradley uh, and getting Victor Oladipo back. And then the Houston Rockets fans were like, oh, but look at how good Kelly Olynyk is playing. This isn't that. He's averaging 19, 8 and 4. Some people were saying uh like he's the best passing big man i've seen and shit like that it was getting crazy chill, chill. and i'm like i'm like y'all aren't even going to keep him okay like y'all aren't even going to keep him and you could have had somebody much better i don't remember if it was Jared Allen Karis LeVert instead of Victor Oladipo whatever and the heat basically just took a shot and was like look instead of paying him mad money today let's just actually make this stupid trade and see what happens and they got their intel and now they have the medicals and all that shit that's really to say Stupid Houston Rockets fans. Uh, y'all didn't even keep Kelly Olynyk and let him go to Detroit. And there was a rumor. I think Jake Fisher reported this from Bleacher Report. Not sure, like, if this is going to happen. That Andre Drummond, uh, that Houston was interested in getting him for, like, three sure. years, $70 million. I hope sure. that happens. I hope somebody gives Andre Drummond that money. That Please don't happen. don't learn from past sins. I hope <laughs> that shit happens. <laughs> Chill, Christian Wood, this. Andre Drummond, John Wall. Oh, uh, yeah, they got Jalen Green. Oh my God, that just sounds terrible. Uh, Look, this, 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 go ahead, go ahead, Gerard. I was like, this isn't a bad deal. First of all, they need they need a big man. Like they traded Plumley, so they needed somebody. 
Yeah, like, I, I guess. And, and with that yeah, young crew, look, don't they have beefs too? They do, but he's a little undersized. Yeah, he's six, he, eight. yeah, he, he's. Is he really? Yeah, he's yeah. very undersized. Yeah. He's six eight. He's nice though, but he's he's six eight. So look, like you, got, you, you got you got the he plays big, but like he's you know you got the young guys, right? So you got Killian, you got Sadiq Bay, you got Stu, you got Cade. Like, all right, maybe they try to build something there, you know, like with the young guys and like with Olenek, you're like, all right, let's give us some size. We can't we can't go in without like a some kind of tall person who can do some stuff, right? And then you you got you got Dwayne Casey, who you know they're gonna preach defense there, and the team will guard at least, right? Like we know that, and then we'll see how the offense comes around. I, I, I think they'll be all right. Like, look, I ain't saying they're making a play or anything, but they'll be all right. They're not you know, making a play. A lot, a lot's going to depend on how good Cade Cunningham is. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And how, I mean, how how fast too? Yeah. Like, is, does he come in right away where he's a, a major factor and he's and he's putting in work and putting in triple double type numbers, which yeah. is possible. You know, I'm not sure myself. You know, like with Cade, he's kind of a, a hard guy to evaluate because he never seems like he's you know, it always seems like he has another level to go to. You're just not, you know, you're like, wait, this kid might be, he might be able to do it on the next level too. So you, you just never know. Maybe they think that he's the type of guy that could get that could get them in contention for that for that playing game or something like that. And that would be a huge success. And maybe Olenek would help in that way. Yeah, it could help in that way. Uh, also, Gary Trent Jr. will be returning to the Toronto Raptors. Three years, $54 million deal. Interesting move by them, too. Not a bad deal. Trent's a good player, but it's another small guard in their backcourt. They already got Fred Van Vliet. Um, You know, they they have another small guard here, but he can shoot. He plays tough. Uh, I like him as a player. Didn't know if Toronto would want to keep him, but they do here. Uh, What what do you think? We talked to Murph. You and I talked a lot last week about Toronto and their development and people who were killing them uh, for drafting your boy from Florida State. I I, I like that a lot, actually. Yeah. Well, actually, I actually like that a lot, and I don't know why people are against uh, the, Scotty the, the Barnes. The Gary and... Trent contract? Oh, Scary, Scotty Barnes. Uh, Scotty Barnes, yeah. We're talking about the Scotty Barnes move, too. You know, you've got some size there now also on the wing. Is it? You think this is a good move for the Raptors and what they're doing? They're sort of reshaping their team now with Lowry out, Van Vliet, young guys, it's OG, Pascal Siakam. We'll see if he bounces back this year. You like this? You guys like this move for the Raptors, bringing back Gary Trent? I love it. I think, look, here's what, here's what Masai and Toronto's doing. They are banking on, and, you know, I'm talking to people around there. They believe that this is Pascal, like, he's this is bounce back here coming. Like, he's going to be ready. And then with Boucher and OG, that is a hell of a front court, man. Like, they're long, rangy as fuck, can guard the hell out of people. Scotty Barnes already was he 6'8". Yeah. He he can already guard the fuck out of people, right? Like... And, and I'm like, this team's going to be a nightmare defensively. Like, I, I like them a lot. And remember, Scotty played some point at FSU. So, you know, look. And, and of course, you got Fred. And, and I, I love the I love the re-signing of Gary Trent Jr. Give you shooting. Like, I think Toronto's going to be good, man. I think people are going to be like, damn, the Raptors. Yeah, I, I like what they're doing. Yeah, I think I think people yeah. might have been sleeping on them a little bit. You, you, like this move, you like this move too, Murph? Yeah, I, I second, you know, everything Gerard just said. I mean, even with the Lowry deal, you know, getting back Drogic, I'm not sure what they're going to do with him. I forgot just, about that. They're going to buy him out, and he's most likely going to go to Dallas. I would. I, I don't know why they would buy him out. You know, honestly, I mean, you could probably get something for him. Or if you kept him on the team, that's a tough, tough team. Um, you know, I just like I like everything they're doing. I, you know, Siakam, I'm still with him. I haven't lost faith in him. 
I'll give them one bad year in a COVID season where they never even played in in Canada. You know what I'm saying? They right. they're in they're in uh, Florida with, they're in Florida with with your boy as the governor giving everybody COVID. You know, I'm giving you a pass just for that. You know what I'm saying? I love I love Van Vliet, OG. You know Boucher, he's gonna get better. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of and Scotty Barnes. You know I've already talked about you know for days how much I love that kid and I think he's gonna be better than anybody really projects. Um, we're just not sure what his position will be because he's kind of positionless. Um, but he can do it all out there. He's a better shooter than everybody says. So um, no, I love what Toronto's doing. I think they they're gonna be good next year. I think I think they're gonna be in the playoff mix next year if I had to guess. Oh, yeah, yeah you, for sure. you, know, you know they're going to be good defensively, and if Siakam bounces back, they're going to be tough. And I like that Scotty Barnes pick uh, as well, too. Now, I was hoping we did not have to talk about this on the show. I was really <laughs> hoping we did not have to talk about this on the show. We do not have the terms of this deal yet. And there's no reason anybody should be talking about this on any free agency show. You're such a hater. Unless you are Brian. Unless you are Brian. Bobby Portis is returning to Milwaukee. Of course he is. With, with the video. Two years, nine the- mil. With a video montage, that's it. Holy <laughs> shit, man! People are oh, getting this guy. Oh, I'm sorry. Nothing. You thought you you thought your boy should get more? Yeah. Nah, chill, chill, chill. Not nah, you, you listen, know what it is, listen, Brian? No. Listen, he's better than Kelly Olynyk. Is he though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he could he be. Though? I don't think he's shown that. So here, here's where you're thing. coming from, though. I hear, I hear what you're saying, Brian. He's here's the thing. That. Here's why I think the two years nine makes sense. Because for what Milwaukee is going Milwaukee, to ask him, him to do, this works, right? We saw, look, he can't, like, a feature guy, that's not him. Like, that, no, you don't, you don't want but that. I'm not you saying know. that, though. You don't want feature, feature Bobby Porters. Him feature doing, puncher, yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, you fight, need one yeah, of those. You, gotta, every, you, you, need, you need some of those on your team. But for what they need him to do, come off the bench, hit threes, guard, re- yeah, this is perfect. 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 Apparently, yeah, apparently, apparently, I do apparently, hear you, sorry, Apparently, he turned out more money from Miami and Dallas as well, too. Oh, so, oh, he's the noted heat coach. He's like, I ain't about yeah, that life. Said, I ain't no, about that heat coach. Here's, here's the thing. I'm not going to leave Milwaukee if I'm him because of how much they love him and they're chanting Bobby, right. Bobby, Bobby. You know what I'm saying? Like, And he has a chance to actually bet on himself, opt out, and run this back again if he wants to. So it, it is a smart deal from that perspective. I just think – like Kelly Olynyk ain't twenty eight million dollars better than this yeah, dude. I, agree with I don't think he ain't no million dollars better than this dude. But. <laughs> I think he's show, he's shown a little more. You know what he did in Miami, Olynyk. You know he's, he's not been, better, Greg. I'm telling been, you, he keeps writing in the chat. He's better. Bobby <laughs> Portis averaged eleven and seven Greg, last year coming off the you, bench. Why are you in Kelly Olynyk can't man. even rebound like that. He had eight rebounds last year because he was playing with a bunch of motherfuckers who don't rebound either. Uh, I, think, uh, Greg, I think I think Olynyk has been a little has has had a little better career. Greg so is just far. mad because Bobby Portis went to the Knicks and tanked his value. <laughs> if Bobby Portis didn't go you to the like Knicks, Bobby's eyes. <laughs> if Bobby Portis didn't go to the Knicks, then he would be. <laughs> He would be much better or have a much yeah, better but reputation. That's, but that's, I mean, uh, I, I, mean I mean, Brian, keep it real, though. Brian, you really like Brian. You like like Bobby because he fights. Like, let's keep no, it. No, I told you, I liked him when he was in college. No, no, I like no, no. him. Fight, no, fight, no. fighting that too, though. Yeah, I liked him in college. You know, you know, you know what? You know what? I said you know what that. It was? You know I liked what it him was and Ronde Hollis Jefferson. Those are my two I believe that about Brian because it's not only Bobby Portis clearly is proven in the NBA by punching by the face that he do everything that Brian is about. But Brian, when Brian saw that man in college and the way he played, the toughness, the rebounding, and then he saw his eyes. Oh, that's oh. it. He, that's oh, he was he like, knew. yo, he got the crazy eyes. Oh yeah, I'm all in. 
Fly was all in there. It's a crazy eye. Now he has and, since and, and and didn't he just get a WWE belt? He, he sure did. Yeah, so yes. Brian loves him even more. Oh no, no 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 no! Not even that. He showed up to the event and took the ring with Bobby Lashley. In Do a, you know in who a, Bobby Lashley is? In a that fake sport, I mind you. In a fake sport, by the way. That is a WWE champion. Wrestling, not real. And here's the thing, Bobby Portis is also. You know what? You know what? And he's he's since said that he's grown from this 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 comment that I'm about to share with you guys. But remember, there was a story many years ago. I think he might have still been in college. Like before every game to hype himself up, he pictures his opponent slapping his mom in the face. This was back in the day when he was in college. And I'm like, yo, dog, I feel him. Because sometimes see, you got to get to that fucking yo, place. See, you got to get to that place to perform. Everybody, Bobby like see, Brian, y'all a little want people, unhinged. Y'all want a little people, unhinged. Y'all want people to be level-headed and all this shit. Yes, like, yes. sometimes I, yes, you just got to, yeah. you know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. Sometimes I, you just got to hype yourself up. You know I love I mean? my main guys to be level-headed. <laughs> I don't want them being crazy, wilding out, unhinged. I don't need that. But their career know, numbers, uh, also, hold on. And, and Porter's career numbers are hold very, on, hold on. very close. I'll I hold bet on. they are. I bet they are. Let me add this. This is not, this is this is transitioning, but our um dare I say our white privilege signing of the of the evening uh -oh. so far. Uh-oh, uh oh, Muscala. Full screen, Greg, please. I want to see their faces. Muscala. San Antonio Spurs, three years, oh, twenty-two I million. Saw that. Oh. Zach Collins. Yo, Greg, your and, mic, uh, and they got Max, your mic, your mic, your mic. I can't, we can't hear you. But um, yo, yeah. Uh, Zach Collins, three years, twenty-two million with the San Antonio. Okay, here's Spurs. what I'll say real quick. Zach Collins does have talent and skill. Now, his problem is, listen, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, like, I'm not saying you should get three years, seventy. But no, no, no. But he's been injury prone. But like, we have we have yet to see what this dude can do. He actually plays because he's nice. But I don't know that I would have given him three years and all that. I'll much, tell you but. what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. He ain't better than Bobby Portis. I'll go for it. If he if he if he can step out on the court and prove it, then you know you can prove and me by, wrong. And, and, right. and by prove it, what you mean? Punches somebody in the face, or you mean yeah. actually playing? Yeah. Look, Bobby Portis. At, listen. 18 or 16 points or whatever to close out finals game. A lot of people don't get that opportunity. John Starks had it many years go. ago and it didn't work oh, out. Don't you know, Why Starks get that drive by though? Damn. Nah, 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 don't, 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 because, because what, what you're forgetting there is I talk about he didn't play good in the closeout game. Go look at game six, which was a closeout game, and John Starks actually played well. So, nah. Nah. Don't, don't try to come at me with that, Bob. Next week, you're going to say Bobby Porter is better than John Starks because he's not. No, no, no. He's not. No, no. Not yet. He's, not yet. Give him Bobby some time. Bobby Porter. Not yet. See what he can do. <laughs> oh, my God. This is ridiculous. Now, Murph, I got to say, I saw this, and I'm glad Brian brought it up. I saw the three for 22, and I'm with Gerard all the way on Oh, it was 22. I thought it was 72. I was like, damn, there's a lot of money. Oh, no. Oh, no, oh no, that no, was 22. Like, what? If, it was, if it was 72, I might have shut this stream off. <laughs> 22. 22, <laughs> 22, 22, 22 is still too much. Honestly, what has he proven? Well, is he that's proven? A, well, that's no, a, that's he's, what, he's still young. He's still, yeah. are, you, are you on board with this signing for the Spurs, Murph? Yeah, why not? I, I'm not sure what the Spurs are doing. Look, y'all I mean, not giving Bobby Porter static over nine million and celebrating the Zach Collins bullshit. If, if anybody could de could develop him, it's San Antonio, right? 
Like, but now he's 22. It's 2022. The question is, though, can they keep his ass healthy? That's the, yeah. the that's the situation. Can this dude be healthy? Yep. That is the key. And I don't. Who do you, Murph? Who do you believe in more there in San Antonio? Zach Collins or your boy Jacob Pertle? Jacob. <laughs> wow. Zach Collins, think... Collins averaged seven and six last year yeah, in, Zach, in, in Zach, the in the eleven games he played. Zach has more potential. Uh, but, that, but that doesn't mean anything. Uh, Pirtle's actually getting, you know, he's done a little something in the league. Got to go Pirtle <laughs> right now. But Zach has, has, has a higher ceiling. Shots to my guy, Jakob. Jakob. Alex Len, two-year deal with the Sacramento Kings. Mike Muscala is still in the league? Yeah, oh, yeah, he yeah. is now. Two-year, $7 million deal to return to OKC. Did Wasn't not he there already? He was, yes. Yeah. Returned, Sixers, Sixers re-signed uh, Cork Moss. Kirk Moss, so they, they keep, they keep Walker. Some, Jesus some Yeah, that 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 will be. I hate to tell you, dog. I think it might be a rap on Kemba, though. Well, think, uh, okay, I think it might be a rap. Like okay. as, as that dude. I was gonna say dude. no, no, no. But Gerard is right. I was gonna say in terms of what, because I think he can still be a good role player, like a solid yeah, a good role, role player. player. But I guess but that dude. I don't think. That, I think yeah, it's nah. pretty clear that his knee. Shouldn't yeah, take it. Like he starters minutes is going to be tough. Nope. Back to back is going to be tough. Like his knee is more jacked up. Than you got to come thought. off the bench for eighteen uh, minutes. Be a microwave energy guy. 18, 20 minutes. He could do that. So be, a, be a super sub. I think damn, that's what because, it is. Look, look. Man, we've nah. said it with, with small guard. See, the thing is, like, he was never injury. He had never had injuries before he got to Boston. I'm not saying like Boston's the reason or anything like that, but I am. He, Trevor Reza. I mean, Trevor Reza. Trevor Reza going back to Lakers on a one-year deal. So, uh, right. are, you, are you excited now, Gerard, about the Lakers? Does about their shooting? Does that no. excite you? No, definitely not. No. Well, no, look, no. he. Well, the Heat picked him up last year, and he was somebody who quickly got into the starting four role in favor of Kelly Olynyk for obvious reasons, but. I mean, if the Lakers are going to play him at the four, then because uh, he he's skinny, he'll get more he around. He helps. He helps nature. He helps he's more of a guy it. that can guard down. I mean, I haven't seen him. Up. I haven't seen him be like be a good player in like I mean, look, years. Can, it wasn't bad last year. But he can guard like, twos can. and threes pretty well. Some fours, but he wasn't he bad kept... for Portland in the 2019-20 season. He except he didn't play in the bubble. He didn't decide to go to the bubble, but he was yeah. all right that year. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think the Lakers are probably going to mostly use him as a three and D guy next to LeBron, like, and that'll help. But let, let's like the, the Lakers just need more, man. Like, and I don't mean like like they take their spacing is just crap. Like, who's shooting on that team, man? What I get space it. do they have left? We know. Well, they got it's, it's all going to be veteran minimums and veteran minimum, and they have the mid level exception, mid-level. right? Do so, they have a biannual? No, 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 not. No. They do they not. So nope. what? What the way the Lakers could work? The, what they really got to do is they got to resign the guys that were on the team last year. So you got to bring back Caruso. You can bring. They can spend the money to sign their own guys. They can bring back Markeith Morris. Uh, I would, if I was them, I might look at signing and trading Taylor Horton Tucker. That's something they could do to bring back in some other pieces. Those are the moves that they really can make. And like Gerard said, is vet minimum, is vet minimum guys, and a mid level exception. That's all they have. So. It's not a yeah. lot of room to add shooters, and they need to add shooters. Now, I think Ariza's a good role piece, but yeah. where are the other shooters coming from? Are you going to oh, – Wesley Matthews is another dude they can re-sign, but I don't even think they have his bird rights. You, so you know what's going to happen? The Lakers I see happen, they're going to be actually a very good regular season team. They're gonna, they, I they're gonna, see that. They're, they're going to win a ton of games. But then come postseason time, yo, and this is not like I'm just – he's an all-timer. Like I'm not – Russ is a career 47% true shooting like in the playoffs yo like that's not 
good. Like, and when and when teams know, uh, make that dude, and you know, Russ ain't. I'll shoot it. It's like I've right, been making guy. that dude shoot for for ten years. It's like, like all it's right, my guy. Go ahead, man. We let you go ahead. We know you're gonna hit twenty percent, so we good with that. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's pro- I think he's the worst three point shooter ever by volume. He might be. I mean, sh- so it, it's just I just like don't st- like statistically, not opinion. And then think about it too, right? Like, look, and this is it, it, this is it's a true of all great athletes, right? The way that they have played has gotten them to where they are. Like, and so I'm not even saying Russ is wrong per se, but how are you going to tell somebody who's uh, MVP, the all-time triple-double leader, all this shit. Yeah, Russ, now nah, I'm going to need you to get off the ball and cut and do this other shit. What? Nah, that don't work. Like, I mean, I, I just, I'm, I'm just going to push back on that for a second and say, maybe it's LeBron. Maybe LeBron is the guy that could tell him that. That's the only thing I'm going to, is that if he, if he reveres LeBron, because, Lake, because Lakers LeBron another, is, do we have an indication Lakers, that he does? Lakers, well, the Lakers just added another shooter. Who? Wayne, Wayne Ellington. Oh, I knew they were going to do that. I knew, yeah. I knew that was coming. I knew that was yeah. coming. I mean, that's that. These are the kind of guys you got to kind of got to put that's, around. That's all team. they can get. That's all they can get. That's yeah. They, they ain't gonna I mean, get it, like honestly, this team is looking ugly to me. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not even sure I want to watch. Like Mark <laughs> Wayne Wayne Ellington oh. is not tickling your fancy. Like, no, no. I mean, he, he didn't even tickle me when he when he was a rookie when he was in his twenties. Yeah, you were you, you were like him in Carolina. You went to he was nice then. You're like, nah, he was, he was all right at Carolina. He was a good <laughs> shooter. You was know? he? Was he? He was with the Ty Lawson crew, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, he was with that group. So. I think, yeah. I think yeah. they might have been in the same draft. I mean, you know, they were nice. That was, that look, was a Wayne, nice. Wayne Ellington's a guy who could come in and maybe shoot even 40% from three again. I can see that. How, how, how old is he, man? How old is Wayne Ellington? Probably 30 or 31. Right so around around 32, 32, 33. I don't know. How long was he at Carolina? 33, 33. Oh, 33, 33. okay. Yeah, yeah, but, he, yeah but he, but he ain't, he, he don't got Russ's game. You know what I'm saying? Like, he going to be on the corner. It really depends with that. I'm going to hold judgment on them. I'm not, I'm like Murph. I'm not feeling good about that roster, but I got to see more with the moves they make. And if they can add some better shooters to some shooters that maybe make you a little bit excited. I see your face, Murph. You're like, nah, I'm not excited about any of this. I, I think they're going to have to add some shooting. And I think Gerard brings a good point, which we'll be talking about all the time next year. Who's going to keep, I hate using this term, but to keep Russ in check. If Russ plays within himself and his game is an attack in the rim, that's all fine. They fine. Yeah, but that's fine in the regular season. Right. In the playoff, when you see playoff defenses and they're daring him to shoot, and like you said, uh, Gerard, he's going to feel like, yeah, I can shoot. Um, is he going to make the extra pass? Is he going to look for the shooters? I, I don't know. It's just it really comes down to how Russ plays and what kind of shooters they put on that team around them. What can yeah, he be? Because he can't be the guy he's been mm-hmm. the last 10 years or so. Because he's not going to have the ball that much. I mean, that's, that, well, that's LeBron, the thing. LeBron is still going to have the ball. And Russ's whole game that makes him effective at this point is having the ball, Correct. getting to the basket. That's a fair point. You know, triple-double. man. Is he, and, you know, I'm not trying – I'm really not trying to diss Russ. But that the triple – like, he goes out for – he tries to get yeah, – He's a stat double. hunter. We know like, that. He goes out <laughs> for that. So, he, he and he's not going to be able to do that next year. You know, so yeah, it'll, 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 well, be, it'll be interesting. And that too, Dex, really quick, that I'm with yeah, you. Yeah. Stay on the Russ point. Also, look, the Anthony Davis health is also like, yo, that's like, the key by far. Like, if that dude is unhealthy again, like, which he probably will be. That will be. I think, I think that's a great point. And Murph, I want to say to what you said about uh, Westbrook playing 
on the ball for all of his career. It's a great point because even in the situations where he's had to play off the ball, he's played with another talented guard, a la Washington, a la in Houston with James Harden. He don't really do nothing without the ball. He'll just be standing there. Like, what what have we ever seen in terms of what Russell Westbrook can do without the ball? And I feel like maybe, I mean, I'd like to see inside of him some somebody or LeBron or coaching could push him and say, all right, you got to move a little bit more when you don't have the ball. You got to do some other things to help the team. It's fair for people to question it because we haven't seen it. And, yeah, you know, I, I definitely think it's, it's fair. Yeah, he's going to do some some things to help the team, like rebounding no and, the, and the energy mm-hmm. and all that and have a, you know, great athlete. But, I mean, to me, like, Beal was the perfect fit for him because, you know, you have a guy who's more of a shooter, stays on the perimeter, mm. you know, can get to the hole a little bit. Then you, and he, if he didn't have anything, he's passing out to Westbrook. And then he had that with Harden. It's like they just take turns. You take let's, turns on this Laker team, it's going to get ugly. Let's, yeah, it's good. It's going to be ugly basketball. Go ahead, Gerard. L- let's think about this Westbrook thing again. And, again, this is not like this is not like a knock on him. But, yo, like, this dude played with Kevin Durant and James Harden. Like, right. Like, Kev was like, nah, I'm good. Like, he was with Harden last year. I was like, nah, I'm good. Like, Paul George was like, oh, word, Kawhi trying to get – yeah, I- I'm going to go with you instead of Russ teaming up with me. Like, I'm not saying guys only don't like Westbrook. I think they just know that if we're trying to win in the postseason, right. this guy is a problem. And it's not and, even about and, and, and not in a good way. Yeah, it's not even about guys leaving. Just look at the results of those teams. Like, you know, people are like, oh, Westbrook Harden, superstar tandem. What happened? It was a Nothing. disappointment. Yeah. Him and Paul George, disappointment. Yeah. Him and Beal, I mean, they gave Russ all that. You know, and he deserved it. He gets all the credit in the world having a pretty good season last year, still averaging a triple-double. They Flamed snuck the play- into yeah. the playoffs yeah, as the A seed. And yeah. this guy who averaged a triple-double did not make an All-NBA team. That's what right? I'm saying, man. Let me, like, let me, let me, let me played, add this, though. Real quick, Brian. He, yeah. His most success, and again, this is not I'm not. This is not a KD thing, but, yo, his most success is playing with Durant. And Harden. That, that should tell you what you need to know. Well, here's the thing. I'll shoot Russ a little bit of bail on last season because, like, Washington was not very good, and he actually turned it on, and when he did, they got a lot better, and Bradley Beal was sort of leading the way the entire time before that, and Washington was firmly out of the playoffs, and Russell Westbrook going crazy the last several weeks of the season to where people were talking about him potentially getting All-NBA and things like that, like, that ended up putting Washington in the playoffs. So, I mean... But he was also there at the beginning, right? <laughs> right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he he wasn't very good, and he was injured, and then they were load managing him and all this stuff. And then, presumably, he got healthy and turned it on at some point, and that was really what kicked Washington's season into gear, um, which is to say, like, Look, he helped them elevate to whatever that level is going to be, and that's what he's going to do with the Lakers. Like he's right, going to be able to carry them on some nights in the regular season. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. That's also kind of to say, like, I mean, are they sure they want to keep Bradley Beal? But you know, that's another story for them. Yeah, and that's my thing. You have two of these guys who are supposed to be two of the best players in the league, Westbrook and Beal, and the best they can do is sneak in uh, as a playing team and then get beat by the Celtics. Boat raced. Yeah, you know, boat raced. Yeah, no, wasn't it? No, Celtics. it was Philly, 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 Philly. Philly. Yeah, yeah, they, well, didn't they lost to the Celtics in one of the playing games? Right? Yeah, one of the playing games. Yeah, then and then they the ended up games. Games. Then, right. they, then, then they beat the uh, Charlotte. Pacers. Charlotte. And, and another whatever. thing, like yeah, about, whatever, about, whatever, about the players on the league. And this, I'm not. Bradley didn't go to management and was like, "Yo, get Russ out of here." But you know, they asked Brad, 
it's cool we trade Russ. Clearly, Brad was like, yeah, we good with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I'm as surprised as anybody up here that LeBron and Russell Westbrook are going to be teammates. But I'll tell you what, LeBron must think that he got the Russell Westbrook magic, and I can tell that dude whatever, and he's going to do what I say. Well, listen, we know Russell. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be so fun. We're going to see. We're going to see if he's going to listen to LeBron and acquiesce. We're going to find out. He will because he'll look and be like, "Damn, LeBron made Space Jam. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I got to listen to him. That's what's going to happen." And you know Wait, what's what's interesting too is like Wayne Ellington. We talked about he shot forty two percent from three last season, thirty career thirty eight point two percent shooter uh, from downtown. So I mean, he should be able to help them, but they're going to need a lot more guys that can really stroke the three. Maybe Danny Green returns to LA. We want to do that. They're really going to have to add shooters there. It's, it's, the Lakers' fantasy is going to be very interesting because, as you said, Gerard, the limitations on the guys that they can't get. So we'll see what they do. Go ahead, Brian. Um, since we have like a little lull here, uh, because there ain't, you know, I ain't gonna fucking break that. Yes, we, we're talking. We're talking about Wayne Ellington. Yeah, Wayne Ellington. Oh, Dwight Stout. Howard. Dwight Howard. Guess wow. where he's going? The Lakers, Lakers, baby, going back to L.A. There's that floor spacing. <laughs> Look, Lakers are going all in on we playing bully ball and grabbing every rebound that's available. It's clearly what they're doing. Is is Dwight Howard gonna start? No, 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 right? Wait, wait, before that, before that, before that. I wanted to bring this up real quick because we have a law. How do y'all feel? I know the answer to this, but I'm gonna ask anyway. How do y'all feel about how you've been able to differentiate this year between the reporters and the non-reporters in terms of everyone having sources this time of the year in the summer because the timeline is on fire and I can see a lot of people are sophisticated enough to tell who's who and I can see a lot of people coming out like for example Mark Stein will report something on the Dallas Mavericks and this Mark Stein is Dallas you know is solid then you see a couple people hop on be like yo heard the same thing here are the terms perhaps that they're talking about da, 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 da. and I think a lot of people not Mark Stein. I think a lot of people are full of shit. So uh, I'm just wondering how you guys are navigating. I mean, that. I, we, we know who you're talking about. You want to call them out by name or not? Nah? No, because that's what they want. And okay, I'm not even I'll talking about you. that person. I'm actually, it's, it's, it's actually there's there's a lot of new ones now. Well, you you know, for me, when it comes to this news breaking thing, right? It's obviously Bojan Shams. It's Vinny. It's Mark Spears. Right? It's Stein. Like there's like a handful of dudes. Right? It's Haynes. Here's a because Haynes broke Chris Paul. It's it's a handful of dudes. So you're like, all right, cool. I don't care. Like, I'm like, if Stephen A says it, nope. Like, none of them dudes I don't trust. Like, it's only those dudes who are actually covering the NBA who are who have those relationships that we know. That's who I'm listening to on that end. And then anyone who talks to me, I take what they say with a grain of salt. So I'm like, y'all lie to me all the time. So I just I just look at it like I don't follow white people. So <laughs> well, that's stop, also that. Stop stop following these whack reporters, man. Like you ain't got to be these, you know, these frauds. Just stop following them. I don't see it on my timeline because I only keep alerts on for the real ones. That's it's it. very easy for people <laughs> to get fooled. I'm learning. Uh, yeah, whatever. All, 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 all those fake shams and Woj accounts. Oh my god! The, I'm not the, 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 the one earlier about DeRozan going to the Clippers got a bunch of people. I was like, Ooh, you, you got I fell dudes, for that. You got dudes at legitimate outlets out here acting like they actually know people and they've never been to a game before. Okay, and people are buying the shit. Because think about it, right? That's the thing. Anybody, oh, you work for NBC, you must. It's like, and we know NBC Sports don't really go to any games like that. It's just because everybody <laughs> aggregates, right? Like, so it's just, it's, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, pay team sites. This is why, but this is why I never, and we talk about this before, separate conversation, but this is why I never cared to go the reporter route. One, I want to sleep like a regular fucking human, and I'm already having a hard time doing that in my life currently, right? Imagine being a breaking news reporter, but two, who cares about breaking news like that? Like, this shit will come. It's way more fun to just do what we're doing. We're doing, opposed to doing, we're doing a free agency show. Clearly, you care no, but we're, but we're not. No, but we're not breaking the shit. Is what no, I'm saying. Not. I'm not out here making calls like trying to feed you. I don't care how the information comes. I'm surprised. In. I'm really shocked you did not break the Bobby Portis news. We are shocked. <laughs> I have no. I have no interest in doing that. Bobby <laughs> gonna let us know, and he evidently let us know. So Dwight returning to the Lakers. Uh, Shit like Murphy. that. Like you really want me to stay up and be like, yo, Dwight Howard is returning to the Lakers, guys. Yes. Like this. Yes. This is gonna yes. be my job. I'm gonna show up yes. in a suit and tell you that fucking Solomon Hill and resigned. You have, to, you, have to do it, you have to do it one minute before the next person. That's that's right, case. yeah, That's I ain't case. sweating over that, yo. Does, is, does Dwight? I'll be single have, forever. Fuck that. Does, does Dwight still have good value <laughs> in terms of returning to the Lakers? Murph, you're right. He does not help with the floor spacing. Brian, you mentioned the fact that maybe they should play him at the five. Although I think with Russ on the team, the Lakers should lean all the way into AD playing the five. I don't know why you wouldn't do that. Dwight but should Dwight, come off the bench and be the backup five. I would agree. AD with should that. start at the five. I agree with that. I think we I think all Dw- agree with that. I think Dwight still has good value as a backup and still can. We clearly saw what he did two years ago for the Lakers. Uh, but this, this, I guess I wasn't thinking about the Lakers going big. I mean, are we about to break this down for real? No, I just. All right. Well, I don't know what the Lakers are doing because they've got him and Gasol now. They're kind of older at the five. You thought maybe she's, maybe you thought maybe they might want to look for a, a stretch guy. What's up with Schroeder? What's the deal? Listen, he's they don't have too much money. Dudes. They don't have his money? Like, they can't sign and trade or anything like that? With him? They could sign and trade him. Um, Nobody want him. See, Dex, yeah. I don't want to scare you. But Don't do it. Don't do it, man. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm not saying they should, and I'm not I'm not saying they should. What I'm saying is that unfortunately what's gonna happen with Dennis Schroeder is that I feel like he's one of these dudes that's probably not gonna get signed right away. So like it, we're gonna forget about him and then like five days in the free agency, somebody's just gonna land him and you just don't wanna be that team. So if I'm the Knicks, just I don't even know can if the, it's worth Can shot. the Knicks still afford DeRozan? This point. They can't. They Campaign only, already spent, resigned. They've only uh, spent, 20, they've only no, spent sure 20 million, 21 million of their 50 in cap space. So the Knicks could absolutely get the Rosen. Um, Do you want I, the Rosen with RJ Barrett and Julius Randle? Uh, and I talked talk, talk, talk to Gerard about this the other day. Uh, no, because of the spacing. Like, I like the Rosen because he's another shot creator, which the Knicks mm-hmm. need, but I like somebody better that could stretch the floor. Mm-hmm. And this is going to sound crazy. But I think a better fit for the Knicks if they were going to spend the cap, it might be a little bit cheaper, and they could get him probably in the seventeen, eighteen million dollar range for a couple of years. I might be go Fournier over over DeRozan because he stretches the floor a little bit better. Me and mm. me and Jamal made the same face. Mm. Look, Fournier, hey, I, yo, I, I, I think DeRozan is, DeRozan is still nice to me. But what, even yeah, with yeah, he, gets line. he gets to the yo, line. He gets to the line. I wish he shot the three better, but he's nice. Mid range assassin. Yeah. Look, seven, you said 17, 18 million a year, and like there's reports that the Heat are trying to get him for the MLE. I mean, I don't know. For, Fournier? No. DeRozan. DeRozan. And that would be just DeRozan would make that decision only if he thought that, that 
if he you know, if he wants to play with Lowry and maybe you know go for a championship. If he does that, I mean, good for the Heat, but then you know their spacing and their starting lineup <laughs> will need to be a little bit better because you know who's not helping them with spacing? Bam Adebayo. You know oh damn, Jimmy <laughs> Butler. <It's laughs> you right like, about that? Like no, I'm not, and that's no shade to them dudes, but like they're limited on the shooting already, so. I don't know how great of a move that is. Now he'll bring DeRozan brings toughness. He'll play good with Lowry. I don't know how you feel about that. So you know we'll see. But DeRozan, DeRozan can hit and he hits outside shots. It's just not three pointers. So there's still some sort of spacing there. Yo, I, yeah. I, I, I just dropped a, a leak to the tweet in the chat that I want Craig to put up on our summer jam screen here. Because oh, well, well, Michael, Michael Lee got that off. It was pretty funny. Yo, Michael Lee, shout out. Great hip hop ref, ref, reference for that. Um, that, that Come on, definitely, Greg, put that up. Definitely got to do that. Um, that that's, that's a dope tweet. We, gotta, we definitely got to show that tweet. That's a, yeah. that's a, that's a dope I mean, we'll, we'll see with the spacing. I think. <laughs> there you I go. Think, I think that, damn, we should actually just pull up some tweets like this. Probably find some I, I love it. Tweets. Yo, I mean, I mean, listen, right? Like, and that, that, that of course makes sense because yes, Chris Paul is in fact a player president, right? Like yeah. that, that is his actual job. And so we know that he's never going to do any deal of not going to get him the full bag because right. I can the president of the players union not do that. Like that's right. right. That's why when people were talking about he might take a minimum deal to go I'm like, what? Lake, said like, that crazy shit. Like, I'm like, nah, that. he was never like, doing come that. Come on. He's never. he's not he's not doing that. Before we get up out of here, guys. The teams that have a lot of cap space, the Knicks at 52.6 million, Spurs 48 million, Mavs 33 and a half, OKC at 30, Grizzlies 24, your team, Gerard, Raptors even had 22 million to spend, the Heat 20, Hornets 16. Those are the teams that have the big money. Uh, do you think these teams are going to be judicious with the cap space? We've seen the Spurs spend a lot of it already, I guess. Um, or do you think teams like the Knicks are going to be a little bit more patient, maybe wait for their guys, some prices to come down? How do you see these teams with a lot of space spending their dollars? I, I, I think they're being smart because part of the reason is there isn't that big name out there, right? That's the – it's like you, 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 they don't want to go big game hunting, but there's no Kevin Durant, no LeBron, they no, step, no big game out there to go hunt. So you're like, listen, man, why am I going to pay, you know, uh, Kelly Olynyk $20 million, right? That's not a good idea, right? So let's just be smart with our money, save, because guess what, guys? Stuff you know that – in the at the halfway point of the season, you can pick up other guys off waivers. Teams are like, ah, oh, we're out of it. We're going to be good. You can do different things and absorb guys in the cap space. So I think more teams need to be smart about keeping their cap space open so they can absorb contracts. Yeah, it's going to be going to be interesting to see what they do, including the including the Knicks. Uh, we'll see what they do. They've only spent 21 of their 52 million. So yeah, I love it. Still brilliant, play. brilliant. I think they're still in play for DeRozan, uh, which again I don't think would be a bad signing because he's going to. They need another shot for you. DeRozan, DeRozan gets a bad rap because he doesn't shoot threes like that. He's going to help somebody wherever. He I'll goes. be honest. Like, I, He'll call space, even if Miami, Knicks, wherever, he's going to cause like spacing issues, some people think. But at the end of the day, like he's a shot creator that can get you 22, 5, and 5. And he, if he's with other good players, like they're just going to figure shit out no matter how many threes he does or doesn't take. He's a good I, fucking player. Murph, Murph made a good point, I think. Murph was like, yeah, he shoots longer shots. He just doesn't take threes. It's not like he's a bad shooter. He just right. doesn't step out beyond three. He had that one season where Dwayne Casey, uh, that was before they won the title in the Toronto, where Dwayne Casey had him shooting about six, seven threes a game. And then once he was traded to San Antonio, we saw those numbers get down. And the percentage. But he became a better too. player in San Antonio. He yeah, became a better playmaker. Facilitator. Facilitator. Um, also, yeah. ability to guard a bunch of different positions. Go ahead, Gerard. 
I was going to say the, the Stein tweet that so Dallas did in fact sign Bullock, and they got some decent shooting around Luka now. So you got Bullock who shot what forty one last year. They got Sterling Brown who shot forty, and who's the third dude they picked up? The shot Tim well, Hardaway Jr. Also Tim Hardaway shot, but they, but they resigned. I thought they got another another free agent dude. I think you're right, but we're probably missing it. Uh, missing but it. So but they, point, got, they, yeah. they, they got better shooting around Luka, which is you know helpful because he you know Luka gets in. The, he's a incredible passer so but the, but the key is like you said it's going to be Porzingis yeah um and there was something there with Porzingis like there was something there between him and Luca like some and I, and, yeah and I kind of and people want to you know give Luca all these props all the time uh you know go and and try to even take away from Trey Young when he was in the playoffs you know Luca's still a better player there's a you know Luca I put that on Luca like if you got a player on your team with a lot of talent you got to figure out a way to make that work. You got to take this kid out to dinner or something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Take him to the strip club. I don't care what it is. Like you guys got to get tighter. Yeah. You know, like Magic. If it was Magic Johnson, that's something he would have done. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I, I give Luca some of the blame for that. And now you have uh, Jason Kidd coming in there. I feel like I feel like Kidd can maybe help facilitate that. that I hope so. I hope. I hope so. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I actually missed that Bullock signing. Uh, that they're nearing a deal with him going to the Mavericks. I thought the Knicks might bring him back because he only counted for five point six million against the cap. So I thought the Knicks might try to bring him back at a at a bigger number. But um that makes you think the Knicks are probably looking when you see them bring back Burks, they bring back Noel. It makes you think they're probably looking for someone like a DeRozan who gives you a little bit more shot creation and defense than you were from Bullock. Brian, go ahead. Uh no signings, but a couple of things that appear interesting. So Patty Mills is being uh pursued hard, apparently by the Lakers and Nets, according to Mark Stein. And uh, he yeah. apparently offered Markeith Morris. Here's the problem with that. Lakers, I knew that was coming. Like, yo, Olympic Patty Mills ain't NBA Patty Mills. I knew like, you were going to say that I got to stop doing that dumbass <laughs> shit. Like, he ain't going to do that in the NBA Finals. Like, I'm sorry. Why, you, like, why, you, hate, not, why you hating on Patty Mills? I'm not, I'm not hating. I'm just saying this is what happens. Oh, he cooked the Americans. I was like, okay, dude, calm down. Like, that's not who he actually is, okay? Like, who's better right now, the Nets or the Lakers? <laughs> I mean, the Nets for sure. I mean, come on. I thought about yeah, I who, know. by the way, the Nets are likely are probably going to do a sign-and-trade with uh, Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, what's, yeah up with, what's, up with Bruce, what's up with Bruce Brown? Uh, what, what well, but they he's tendered rest- him, didn't they? They he's were talking about free agent. He's a restricted free agent, so it would be interesting to see if they match any offers that come or what offers would come from Bruce. Now. No, no offers came yet for him. So yeah, I, I think he's Bruce and Blake. I know are like they're like, no, nah, we gotta resign them, dude. They got Don't, to. Yeah. I want to think Dinwiddie no, and Dinwiddie going to potentially Washington is a little bit surprising, but I guess that would leave the Nets with Montrez Harrell and. I guess KCP or Kuzma, what are them two? Uh, please, please no, please no, Montrez Harrell. Oh, guys. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, why you can't play? But, 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 but realistically, think about it. It's like That's if true. you're he doing, you could like rebound. I guess if you're yeah. doing the sign, no, but Gerardo. He goes back to his like, like I, you know Clippers two years ago. Are Montrez Harrell and Blake Griffin? Don't they like not fuck with each other, or do I have that wrong? I don't know. I don't, know. I don't know this. It's the NBA. You better get along, son. We ain't got time for that. We ain't got time for this stuff, man. I thought, I thought that they probably they had a scuffle in a game or some shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure they did. I'm sure, I'm sure they did. But there, there are some there are some guys who I'm really interested in, like Spencer Dinwiddie. I'm interested to see what happens with him. Schroeder. Mm-hmm. Um, also, of course, DeRozan we talked about. Mm-hmm. I'm, 
I'm really interested to see what happens with John Collins. Um, oh, they go, they, they're going to re- resign him. They're going to resign, resign him. They're going to give him a deal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Spurs want him, but it's probably going to be the Hawks. Yeah. Atlanta, and then Atlanta, for, for the opposite reason, just to see, like, just to see how terrible it ends up, I want to see where Andre Drummond goes. <laughs> oh, I hope he gets. Ne- oh, we got we got news, guys. We oh, got shit. news. Oh, Evan Fournier agreed to a four-year deal with the New York Knicks. Four years. How much? Seventy-eight million dollars. No, no, DeRozan. So here's my. Here's, so it's in. The, it's a little higher than the range I said. I said seventeen, eighteen. Look at Greg. Excuse me. I, I do not. I do not like the four years. I'm going to be straight up and honest about that. Don't, don't like, like the four years. If he wanted to, with a maybe an option for the team before. I mean, like, I don't like Ford, it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Like, I know they wanted another. I didn't mind Fournier. I said this at the beginning. I didn't mind Fournier. I think he's another oh, guy. To get team option team. on the fourth year. Oh, whatever. That does make me feel a little bit better about it. I'll say I mean, that. I guess. But here's the thing. Like, I thought that the deals that they did two years ago were everybody got a one plus one except Julius Randle, who got a two plus one. Like, that was smart. This being a three plus one for Evan Fournier, like I get it in this league, you want shooters, blah blah blah. And, and Fournier, look, Fournier is good. I know I like. Fournier he's gonna fit. Good. He's gonna fit next to RJ Barrett, yeah, Julius Randle. But I'm like, love it. Yeah, I feel like man, like he wouldn't agree to 15 million a year or something like yeah, that. I'm saying right, shit. So I, I, don't, you know, I don't love, like I don't love watching Fournier. <laughs> I don't really, and and the Knicks don't have many players that you love watching. So it's not, it doesn't make the Knicks any prettier. But right, you could, like you guys, you know, you all, it makes sense. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They wanted, yeah. they wanted a shooter. Yeah. It probably makes, it does make them better. Um, Who's your point you know, guard? One of those, one of those rookies. <laughs> <laughs> McBride, Jesus, yeah, man. Is it? Is it like who's your point guard? Like that? This is where I'm concerned, right? Because Nicola is, N- Nicola Batum resigned with the Clippers. That, that's, that, yeah, I like that for the Clippers that. actually. No, I mean, they, um, they need him. Give it what he Warriors said they were going to get him. Uh, yeah, a couple other teams tried that too. Um, but look with uh with Emmanuel quickly, I don't think he's necessarily a point guard, and I think he's made to sort of come off your bench and be a spark plug offensively. Mm. Um, Evan Forty Eight, R.J. Barrett. Julius Randle, Mitch Robinson, I guess they're all starting, right? Mitchell Robinson or Nerlens Noel. I could see them, you know, starting Nerlens Noel after the big contract, whatever. You still need a point guard. Um, you did draft Miles McBride. I don't think you're starting him right away. And, and, and I feel I feel like they're they're risk they, see, this is the thing with the Knicks. Like sometimes they just run the risk of like all these other moves get made, and then it's like, fuck. All right, Alfred Payton, come here. You're going to be our point guard. <laughs> you know, Chris trying, Duhan, Chris Duhan, let's go. We got to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I mean, I think, but see, the thing for me was once they didn't get Lonzo, what the point guard market is not that great. Now, what makes me nervous right now, and Brian, Brian, I'm going is, oh, I don't want to see five days from now they signed Dennis Schroeder. Ooh, no, no, no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Ooh, but, no, no, like, no, yo, no. okay, like, but, that's not what okay, you want. But, would you rather Dennis Schroeder? Or Alfred Payton. God, here's, neither. Here's what, to... look, hear me out on this, guys. Hear me no, out no. on this. No, you're not going to say hear Alfred me. Payton. Yes, I am going to say wow. Alfred Here's why I'm going to say Alfred Payton. Here's why. Let's think about it this way. You're not asking me what I would rather in terms of who I think is a better player. I'm saying who would I rather I, yeah. have on this roster. Give me another year of Alfred Payton and keep that flexibility. Oh, don't yeah, commit to Dennis yeah. Schroeder. I, I, I don't, I don't hear Schroeder? you. 
I don't. What do you, what do you have left? You what do you have left after this Fournier? Matter of fact, you know what? You know what, Greg? Why not just get the Eric Bledsoe contract instead? Why not? Uh, yeah, not, you, not you. Why not? Not you. Why not? Just get the Eric Bledsoe nah. contract because you know what? I do, it, but I do want him off Memphis prob- though. So get him out of Memphis. Bledsoe just, might be the worst player in the NBA for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you just? Why? Why not just at this point? Bledsoe could probably come with a first round pick. At this point, why not just bring back Rose and split time with him and the rookies? Why not just do that? No, no, no. I agree. You should bring back Derek. Why not? It's I think Derek Rose. Yeah. Yo, Murph, I see you nodding your head. Would you rather have Rose and the rookies or put the money towards uh, Schroeder? No, I'd, I'd keep Rose. See? That's Rose what I'm no. saying. Raymond Felton. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. And no, no to Kemba. No. Sorry. Yeah, nah, not the plus plus if you trade with OKC. I'll take Kemba. I'll take Kemba, I'll take Kemba with Bledsoe any day. I take Kemba I, I, over Schroeder too. <laughs> I, 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 I'm I'm with you, Gerard. I don't hate the Batum, uh, not the Batum, the Fournier move. Yeah, I don't hate it. I, I wish it was a year less. If it yeah. was two plus one, I feel a lot better yeah. about this and yeah, a couple like, million uh, less a year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, yeah. the money. It's, 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 I mean, it's the not quite eighty. Not what? 18? 18? 18? 18. The Knicks still don't have anybody. Nineteen and a half, if you're average. The Knicks so. don't really yeah. have anybody on any bad contracts. Yeah. You just wonder if you have, yeah. do they have the flexibility to trade a year or two down the road as they're trying to build something? They still have some more flexibility. I just would have liked it better if it was a two plus one. I don't think the money's that crazy. No, um, all right. It's just I don't love Fournier. But did fine. Scott did Scott Perry draft Fournier in Orlando? Oh, oh. GMs GMs love their own picks. You know that. I do love their own. Picks. I mean, well, that's that's why David Griffin was out here calling Goran Dragic his son uh, because he, he was uh, with him in Phoenix. Wild. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I think there's an argument you could say that the money might have been better spent on DeRozan. I don't know if DeRozan wanted more than two years. I also wouldn't have committed to that. But I guess if I'd you if you sign that. and trade Dinwiddie, if you're the Nets, would you take back as part of the deal Otto Porter? It's not a bad one, especially on that Nets team. Because he can do a lot. I, uh, I, look, they had a hard on for Otto Porter years ago. They're the ones that signed him right, to right, like right. a four yep. year, yep. whatever mm-hmm. it was, offer mm-hmm. sheet. It was like a hundred million or something you know along saying? those so lines. You know, GMs love what love their. They're like, oh, I want to get that. You know, go back and try to get it. I mean, yeah. look, we just saw it with Miami. They tried to trade for Lowry seven years ago, and then almost traded for him at the deadline, and now they actually got him. Like GMs love coming back to the players they once like got mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So I could see that happening with the Nets. Um, I think Porter makes sense. I just, you know, it's it's like I don't know what he is at this point other than a three-point shooter, and that's fine because that's kind of yeah. all they need, so we'll see. It's another, yeah, hey, remember, remember I asked you the other day about who's uh, – Jeff. You did. Out of order, you did. That's, yeah, yeah, that's why I brought it up. Like, like, he's kind of like another dude that would fit per- perfectly with three, like, superstars. Because he, he doesn't – Well, he, well, he don't got to be the guy. Him, yeah. yeah, he he was drafted high, and he never had that I'm-the-guy mentality. He you want him to hit a corner three. Yeah, you just want him to do a little something. He can pass, Derek he can Rose, rebound. Sorry, guys. Derrick Rose returning to the Knicks. Three years, $43 million deal. Oh, oh, there goes all your cap space. You're good. There goes all your cap space. So you're nice starting. So I, I know Derrick Rose came off the bench last year. I'm starting him this year. Okay? I would like, too. Like, if it's me, I'm starting him this year. Derrick, because I'm not starting fucking Miles McBride. Like, you gotta, you might need to be in Westchester for so a little bit. So you bring, you bring a Fournier off the bench? No. No, because you could start Rose Fournier, oh, Barrett, yeah. Randall, and uh, Noel or Robinson. How tall is Fournier? 6'5", 6'6", 6'5", I think. Yeah. 
He's like six five. Right. You I had him be like six three. Thought he was shorter. Like thought he was shorter than that. Nah, he's a two. He's a two. He could play some three. He's, six, also. he's six seven. Damn. He's six seven. I think yeah. he's six Listed. five. Yeah, six seven. Damn. Sorry. All right. I was, worried, I was worried about size. I was like, oh. I mean, nah, Nick, so Nick still I, have about. I'm just trying to do the math. They still got some cap space, right? They got about ten, eleven million dollars left. My right? only Damn. concern, right. which is starting five, because for me, this is the year where the ball should be in RJ Barrett's hands more. It's his third year. You want to develop him more. You want to see what you have in terms of him being an actual ball handler and potentially your lead guard. I want to see it in his hands more and in Julian Randle's hat, hands less. But I like that Derrick Rose is there, though he's not really a pass first point guard. He can defer to dudes because he's a veteran and guys like playing with him. Yeah, it's not bad. They'll, they'll be all right. We'll see. But, but, for but, me, but, it's but, all about the RJ Barrett jumper. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, we said that, right? The it's RJ It's all about the RJ Barrett jump. Like the way you feel the, about Bam this year, more, more or less, I feel the same way about RJ Barrett. It's like, it's all about the RJ Barrett if, jump. If, for me. if he has the big year three jump, they're going to be straight. If he doesn't. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I still think they're a playoff team, though. They're play, I think they're a playoff team. They're not four seed again, but they're a playoff so team. The Knicks, have spent, better. the Knicks have spent about $54.5 million, uh in cap space. So, oh, do I have that right? Do they have any exceptions left, mid level or anything? Well, if they're up against the, if they're up against the 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 cap, then they might then they're gonna get what's the, what's the luxury tax trigger? They just put the numbers out for all that uh, like an hour ago, the luxury tax number, the cap number, the all that. Yeah, they they're they're, they're done with their cap space, but I yeah. but they but they can. So still... that means DeMar, DeMar DeRozan is not going there, so we can rule that out. No, so that's not happening. unless they go into luxury tax. But did you Which... hear the big the big Knicks news was that uh, uh Knox is gonna play in the summer league. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that was the big news. Was the big I news. knew it was gonna be some bullshit. I knew that 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 was that was the big news. We, Damn it, we'll, his we'll fourth see. year though. Oh my god, are they showcasing him? Yo, <laughs> yo, this, this yo, this dude got a lot. Go like, ahead, Gerard. Go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying he got a like. Yo, he about to be out the league. Like he got to show something. Yeah, he got to. He knows that. He knows that. He knows the time is now. Because he's literally about to be out the league. Yo, get ready. Summer, league, summer league MVP. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> going in now. If I'm the Knicks, I still. If I'm the Knicks, I still want to get a point guard. Um, like a backup point guard. So maybe there's one of those rookies. Of, one of those rookies could be a decent. Yeah, backup. Think, Fournier, Fournier can maybe. handle though a little. He can. You yeah, know. I mean, and, you, we'll and, quick, and quickly was fine in backup bro. I'm not like I actually think they're fine there. I think they're fine there. Like I think they did fine. Like they brought back their. You wouldn't want to get like Chris Dunn. I don't think he's gonna nah, stay with it, the Celtics. No, I think they're fine. I'm not worried about that. Like I think they're fine. I think they improved a little bit of ball handling with Fournier. I don't know they were gonna do better than that in this free agency. You know what I mean? Like you hope you get on one of these draft picks, like. You they got a little. Go ahead. Go ahead, Murph. No, Brian. You mentioned uh, Chris Dunn. It reminds me of uh, whatever happened to David Duke. Oh, oh so he, he got drafted. a draft. Yeah. No, he's Where'd with he somebody. He's with somebody in summer league. Hold on, I'm gonna pull that up. Uh, oh, thank God they gave league. me. Thank God Google gave me the basketball player first. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of summer league, Leangelo Ball is gonna be on the uh, Charlotte Hornets summer league. Oh basketball. wait, I remember. I remember. I know who he's with. David Duke is a Brooklyn net. Really? The reason, the reason why I remember that summer league. I don't know if it's an exhibit ten two way anything like that. Summer league at least. I know that because I there was a a reporter tweeted that out and then somebody I follow said, Yeah, I bet you love that name or some <laughs> shit like that. Because he, he thinks that the dude that tweeted up. that out is racist. Oh, That's man. Love oh, it. Man. I love yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yo, David right. Duke can't go by another name. Like, oh, I look man. up his name and it's just can David he, can Duke. Can it be Dave? Jr. 
Yeah, it just says got- David Duke Jr. Nah, he gotta have a middle name or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to go by Dave Duke. Yeah, call yeah. me uh, David Duke. I'm not gonna be yeah, so nah, with that. Yeah, nah, we have to play with that. He's changing. I'm. He's legit a junior. Changing my name. David Duke Jr. Yeah, I'm not sure that makes it better. That's not. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, gonna yeah. say. That makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it worse, man. Uh, Alex Caruso, four years, thirty-seven million to go to the Chicago Bulls. Ooh. I, I will say this: the Lakers get kid. The That's Lakers. Good. The Lakers are going to miss him. They are. All right. They're, 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 they're gonna miss him. Wow. wow. He, made, he made some money though. He made some money. So he he's gonna back up Lonzo Ball and Zach Levine and presumably could play with them in some lineups. Yeah. Alex Crusoe's a solid role player. Though. The Bulls what's, are what's, interesting. What's the I money just, on that again? Four for thirty seven. So he basically got the same same kind of money as McConnell from, from Indiana? Yep. Yeah. Indiana think, got four. I think McConnell's a lot better. You disagree? I think McConnell's better. He's all around. Yeah, better. He's, he's all around. Yeah. He's a better shooter and playmaker. He's he a, yeah. He's a better shooter, so people value that more. But McConnell, like, he's one of them white boys I like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like the way he plays. Feisty or whatever. <laughs> he's, he's, I was gonna say he's, he's, he, 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 he a Brian kind of guy. He's scrappy. He's a, he's he irritant. Man. I only yeah, wish he I only, dudes. I, he's a good playmaker. Very good he, passer. He I just wish he doesn't play the privileged game. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he grinds for everything he has. You know what I'm saying? Oh, boy. Here we go. Hard <laughs> scrabble. Oh, boy. Oh, we, got a, we got about 10, 12 minutes left. You know what I'm Do saying? We, so, no, no, no. We, we, we're, we're wrapping it up. We're not <laughs> not so, not, you you got to talk until 830. Something's going to happen. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> we ain't, we ain't so, talking until no 830. Nah, you know, you nah, know what? Nah. I'm not scrapping it because you know what's starting to scrap? Insides of my stomach. That's exactly. right, man. I got exactly. this burger right. I got exactly. this burger right next to Yo, me. This Murph, Murph, Murph dipped out to get his. I would have just started eating that shit. Trying to be classy. Yeah, we know. We know Murph, that. Murph, Murph was trying to be classy about yeah, it. Meanwhile, you trying to talk. You're going. Hey, we're talking about Alex Caruso now. Eight thirty. Yeah. Alex Caruso is a good signing, though. It's a good signing. I mean, I don't love. I don't love the Bulls though necessarily because. I don't know what they're going to do with Laurie marketing, but we'll see. Well, that's, that's the one thing we can say real quick for God. It's going to be interesting to see what restricted free agents people either decide or who signs offer sheets and who doesn't decide to match. John Collins still out there. Laurie Markin is still out there. Uh, Bruce Brown with the Nets uh, still out there. It's going to be interesting to see what teams sign their players or they let other people give them offer sheets and then they decide to match or not. So we'll see. There's a lot to watch in the coming days. Uh, a lot of the teams with cap space have spent it already, the Knicks and the Spurs. Uh, Knicks mostly to resign their own players, so it'll be interesting to see what teams do. Can the Lakers add more shooting, or do they add more bigs? Where does Andre Drummond go? Does Bobby Portis punch somebody in the offseason? <laughs> Who knows? Nobody knows with any of this stuff. So we'll we'll see what happens. What are you guys looking forward to see as we close out over the next few days of free agency? Who's gonna poison pill and like really go hard on somebody and then force the team mm. to fuck up their cap space, or? Or be like, because that's the thing. If, if you if you if you do it as like the the like the aggressive move and you're fronting, just see what the and the team doesn't bite. Well, now you want to hook my guys, so or now you gotta sign them. Take them, take them. They're like they're like, they're like no no no. Oh, you play that poison pill? No no no. I will <laughs> add that um, usually sort of the big trade happens late. That's happened in the last couple of years. So like we'll see a trade like right before training camp or something along those lines. So just because somebody of a certain stature doesn't get moved now doesn't mean it can't happen a month from now i.e like a ben simmons type or whatever as teams are figuring out their rosters so people yeah. stay tuned for that and we'll see where um dinwiddie and demar Derozan; those are two yep. probably two the bigger names. names that i'm watching 
Yeah, it will be interesting. All right, guys. That's oh, it. and Rashawn Holmes. And Rashawn Holmes. Yeah, another, one, another Brian player. Mm-hmm. All Brian teams coming all... soon. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> I don't think anybody really needs to hear that. Just go look at the Heat roster. I was going to say, right, Brian really. It's just nah, – nah, those nah. dudes and dudes, dudes like the scrap. That's no, all you need to know. Duncan Miami Robinson Heat and guys who scrap. Duncan Robinson is not an all, not a the all Miami Brian Bryans. team. The Miami Duncan Robinson is not an all Brian team guy. Oh, you know what God. Just, <laughs> I do just, like just, him, though. Just ridiculous. All right, guys. So we'll see what happens over the next couple of days. We thank everybody for joining, watching, uh, rock with us on this crossover NBA Exchange and Hard to Sell podcast. Uh, thanks to the guys, Gerard Hector, Jamal Murphy. Thank you for our guy, Timmy, who loves the heat as much as Brian does, for joining the show. And it's quite disgusting the way they love the heat. But uh, that's it. Thanks to everybody else who watched. If you just came in on this late, you want to re-listen to the audio, we'll have this out on a Hard to Sell podcast feed this week. So thanks to everybody. Thanks for rocking with us. And as usual, until next time, y'all, peace. Peace.